Simpsons Index, an online spreadsheet that is also a podcast. This is the podcast. And good evening, boys and ghouls and demons on the non-binary spectrum. This is the third Treehouse of Horror. (laughs) (laughs) And here to join you this evening for this spooky evening is my guest, BT Calloway. Brains. Or should I say Beastly Calloway? No, that's inaccurate. And Danny Rosewell. Or Danny Rose from the Deadwell. And finally, Claire Double R. (laughs) Or should I say Claire Double a-R-G-H. Hey! That was Hi. a terrifying experience. <laughs> <laughs> I leaned away from the mic because I love you, Elliot. Thank you. She likes my ears. And yes, joining us this evening for The Simpsons Index, the podcast where we watch and review three episodes of The Simpsons at a time. But the catch is each episode comes from a different decade. But today is a very special spooky episode because we're doing all Treehouse of Horror for Halloween. All tree houses of horror. How oh. horrifying. We're never leaving the house again. <laughs> Brace yourself. How will I ever sleep? Yeah, a pile of money many surrounded by, by many, many beautiful, beautiful women. women. <laughs> Same as always, You've man. seen my room. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, starting out tonight, we watched a Treehouse of Horror from the HD era. This was Treehouse of Horror number 22. It was season 23, episode 3, first released in October 11, written by Carolyn Omine. So guys, what did you think of this Treehouse of Horror? It's garbage (laughs) oh fuck me like it was the worst it was actually horrifying yeah yes because i won't be able to forget it it was just so terrible i hated it so much elliot wow i thought like it had some interesting premises but each one was so aggressively boring Aggressively boring is it was right, the, yeah. I don't know if it was, yeah, as, as awful, but it was like the Jason Takes Manhattans of Friday the 13th. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> was this the episode where we should crack open each other's heads and feast on the goo within? We did that last week. <laughs> All right, well, the questionnaire doesn't work the same as other episodes, obviously, because neither do Treehouse of Horrors, but we're just going to go through, talk about each segment. So, first of all, the opening, the sort of 127 hours-esque parody. I quite liked it at the time. Yeah? Um, It was definitely the best of all four skits. The fact that it was only an opening really saved it. For a while, I was genuinely worried, oh, is this what we're doing for the first segment? Yeah, because honestly, if this was its own segment and it still had that, you know, I ate the wrong limb ending, fucking hell, I would have been so mad. Yeah, but the reason I thought it does go on for long enough to think, okay, this is the first segment, we're just not, we're not doing an intro, Mm. we're going straight into it. Yeah. So what what were some bits that stood out to you from the opening? Um, I like Maggie being the chess buster out of Bart's costume. That was that cute. That was nice. Yeah. Very good touch. I actually like Lisa's costume as yeah, well. Yeah, the, the, the saxophone. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that's going to be something that I'm going to bring up a lot in this episode, that there were a lot of really good visual elements, actually. Mm-hmm. Was that Bleeding Gums Murphy's saxophone? Yeah. Or was that just a black musician's His saxophone? hand from the dead. Yeah. Just double check. That makes it spooky. Mm. Ooh. And a heartwarming tribute. Mm. Yeah. So bits I liked. I liked with Homer using the Dracula fence to yep. rip off his yep. arm. That was all right. Yep. Um, I do like when he's driving with the candy and is playing the music from Psycho. Oh uh, yeah. Reminiscent of her feelings of guilt as she's stealing the money. So yeah. Mm. I I did not like the witch saying fee fi fo fum. Yes, that didn't oh, make any yeah. sense. He, Bart was right to ask, who are you? What are you yeah. doing here? Yeah. <laughs> I assume that's her being p- culturally ignorant on purpose. Like somehow... Mm. Yeah, somehow Marge got her fairy tales crossed. Yeah. Somehow. Also, yeah. she's the Switch Witch, where she takes the candy, replaces it with one item per little basket they have, mm. and yeah. like a toothbrush and mouthwash and dental yeah. floss. Her premise is flawed. Which they don't need because they haven't had any candy yet. 
No. It's uh, very depressing. And it's not normal Marge either. She lets them have candy. She's not It's like, Halloween. Mm. Mm. Yeah. She went to the candy convention because she was <laughs> tall enough to be able to hide more candy on her body. Mm. Yep. She had a caramel deposit in her back. <laughs> the small of her back. It's a lot of space around to quest around there for candy. I didn't mind the idea that, you know, he had his cell phone on him. It had battery. He called 911. He got through to them straight away. We'll like be there in 20, 20 minutes. minutes. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah, I'm actually surprised they didn't say, oh, we'll be 127 minutes. Like, that would have been terrible, but they didn't. Still sounds like a slightly long time. Yeah. I liked that the tiny boulder looked easily rollable off his arm as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. And yeah, once he did get the Dracula fangs out and he uh, started eating the right arm and he's like, well, I'm really getting the hang of this. I did like that as a recovery joke. Mm. Of, yeah. You know what? I've gotten good at this. It's nice yeah. to learn a new skill. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, opens the bag of candy, his treat, his reward, and oh, the kids were the switch witches all along. The horrible twist. Oh, I've always wanted to do that. So I think this is actually the best. Steal my bit, will you? (laughs) (laughs) Why she order? Yeah. All right, we are down one guest now. (laughs) Filling in for Danny Rosewell will be the ghost of Danny Rosewell. (laughs) Welcome back. (laughs) You're looking well. I just, I found my problem with the episode overall was that Every little thing was spelt out. Like he's sneaking away, you know, obviously to eat the candy from the get go. But, you know, he's going to candy eating peak. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Where I don't do you know. Go it was just candy? cringe after cringe. It didn't, there was no joke that yeah. could just be a joke in its own, right? Mm hmm. And it was very cheap humor as well. Yeah. Right. And I also feel like the old tree house of horrors, they used to pick a movie or a, a theme. Mm. And they'd parody that for each sketch. Yeah. Whereas like this one had a little bit of Psycho, had a little bit of 127 hours. And not just this skit, but every skit sort of just seemed to take bits and pieces from horror. And No, I agree. Because the, yeah. ne- the first yeah. proper segment we have is a little bit Diving Bell and the Butterfly. But then we yeah. go into a Spider-Man thing. Yeah, mm, they right? get distracted, you know. And the first e- segment, which is called The Diving Bell and the Butterball. Well, there we go. What is that? I've never heard of it. Uh, it's a famous movie. Yeah, based off a famous book about a guy who was legit paralyzed, and they actually got him to write like a memoir based off of him just blinking. Oh, wow. Yeah. There you go. With his butthole. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Look, this is one of these things, like, we've talked about in the past how weed sort of feels weird in the Simpsons universe. Mm. Yeah. Farts feel weird in the Simpsons universe. Yeah, it's too lowbrow for them. It feels family guy. Like, that was a Peter Griffin bit. But it wasn't... I think it actually was. was. It was terrible. It was just terrible. I'm sorry. Yeah. Even yeah. as a child, I think I would have found that very like, mm, okay, farts. Like, but I mean, having yeah. said that, yeah, I can. That is so fourth grade. Right. Yeah. yeah it was puerile. <laughs> There's a good word for mm. you. Puerile. But having said that, I can see that it's the obvious parody of Diving Bell and Bar. You can, <laughs> you can see that they're like, hey, how can we take this book about a paralyzed person and make it funny? Because, of course, this was the horror book. This was a horror... No, this was not a horror book, by the no. way. Yeah. But, but, yeah, that's the first thing. Why are we even doing this? Yeah, it's like if we did the Marigold Hotel or something. Well, the thing is, it's it wasn't even a particularly horrifying, like, skit. Like, they didn't no. take that and the idea of him being paralyzed Yeah, that completely. could easily They could have scary. easily made that scary. I mean, yeah. they did one slightly scary thing with the second spider bite, right? Where it was yeah. all, but, again, that was a gross-out joke with a spider crawling oh, through yeah, his eyelids yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't actually scary. Like, I didn't find the treehouse of horrors. That wasn't as scary 
as the the butterfly that digs under his skin and into his brain. That's not even in a scary episode. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, and that's sort of the problem with modern, modern Treehouse of Horrors is that they're more just a parody showcase rather than an actual horror parody showcase. The Simpsons family <laughs> yeah. smile yeah. time variety. Yeah. You guys can't see her doing the can-can, but she is canning them cans. <laughs> Pardon me. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, Homer farting and, like, all the reactions as well were so juvenile. Mm. Yeah. Like, Lisa, yeah. I'll, I'll continue, but just in one second, cracks the window. <laughs> blah, blah. So, oh, and then, like, you know, the whole book that he's writing, you know. Oh, yeah. Dearest Marge or something or rather, rather. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> or when she, like, kisses him and, and she puts the finger on the butthole and she's oh, like, yeah. shh, don't say a thing. Yeah, and look, I like this sort of humour. I love poopy and farts and, you know, doo-doo and stuff. But <laughs> See, that sentence already was way more funny than that yeah. episode. Yeah. <laughs> poopy uh, and farts and doo-doo and these stuff. These are the wrong people for it. Mm. Yeah. Honestly, I think it needs to be a Peter Griffin episode. But I think if they had had someone that was childish, like um, Ra- Ralph or something... Sure. Get aw- no, no, no. You can't paralyze Ralph. Even no. Bart, actually, I think. <laughs> oh, God, would- that's bleak. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been scary. Bart would have been a better stand in, I concur. Yeah. 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 But yeah, it's just because Homer's big and fat and stupid. Oh, he's a farty pants, too. Bart yeah. is juvenile enough to like yeah. really do it with like, like a wicked I'm pranking you by farting on you and pretending that it's words oh man this could be even funnier if he wasn't actually no you know what never mind he wasn't actually writing a memoir Lisa was writing the memoir yeah. and oh, he yeah. was just farting and it was all in her head also what was yes the- it was all in her head he was brain dead the whole <laughs> and time and she's really oh, paralyzed he was just farting he all has right. no brain power saved. there was a criminal intent episode like that what really not about farts though oh. it was about blinks Okay. All right. So I kept count of the farts in the episode. <laughs> Danny, how many farts do you think there were? Well, there were a lot off screen during the writing of the memoir. I'm going to say 32. Audible farts, you're going with 32? It's a total guess. Yes. I know it's wrong, but six, six, six. Nice. <laughs> and Claire? 25. Claire wins. What? She was the closest. It was 15. Nice. Closest. Mm, way less farty than I thought it was. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I'm counting, you know, farts like. <laughs> As one. That was yeah, 17 yeah. separate syllables. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was one, one, two, three. That's actually a really good four. vocal warm-up, isn't Thank it? You. <laughs> oh, so the Spider-Man ending. Oh, for fuck's sake, that was the worst part of it all. <laughs> yeah, it came out of nowhere, made no sense, did nothing. I'm giving up crime now. My kid doesn't need a surgery. Uh, I, w- um. I will give this segment the one mild smile I got out of it. Mild smile. Hmm. Yeah. Which was, you know, he, he's he's... Looking at Mars, looking after him, goes, ah, oh, now there's true love. Patient, supportive, cleavage. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah to me, that wasn't like... Uh, it wasn't vulgar. It wasn't Yeah, it crap. wasn't actually it was that just... gross. He was actually being sweet, but yeah. Yeah, he was being oh, sweet, oh, and then oh, there was cleavage. Um, sorry, I will have to say the thing that I really liked, because this was the one segment that had a thing I really liked, which was, of course, his POV shot at the start. POV yeah. shot at the start. Yes, With yes. all the characters walking around him. There was beautiful work of camera angle, beautiful work of like the characters coming in, yep. the milk in the eye, and then the cat tongue licking it off was really well done. And yeah. that actually was scary because that tongue is right over his eyeball. Yeah. That little rough yeah. cat tongue. Oh, I yeah. think that was really well animated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. it made me kind of sad that they didn't run with the first person perspective. Yeah. Zero points to the script writers. Great work by the animation team. Yeah, yep, totally. And yeah, some of the Spider-Man visuals look pretty cool as well. But like when Chief Wiggum had his line, no asswear blocks the same. It's like Snowflake. Yeah, if you were... They say that no assweb looks the same. <laughs> if they had just had the single image of him swinging paralyzed, that was kind of funny, but it just it became oh, yeah. a thing. Yeah. Off into the night, and that's yeah. e- end scene. And, and. 
yeah, it's an odd not ending, but fair. you know, you don't drag it out pointlessly. You know what should have happened mm. is he, he gets bitten by the second spider and just dies. <laughs> Comedy. Yeah. That's actually what I was hoping for. You can move yeah. to like end that end the episode. <laughs> um, what was the name of his memoir that he wrote? Memoirs of a Geisha. No. Memoirs of a Spider. It was uh, like the Vatican tours as imagined. Oh by yeah, the, the walking tour of Madrid. I think. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Really weird. Oh, and a callback to a bit in an episode that I liked, but I didn't like the bit was when Homer was going squeaky, squeaky. And when mm-hmm. he was teasing the spider at the start, uh, drive me nuts. So are we done talking about this segment? I'll yes. give it slight extra props. When the second spider comes down, it's got its butt glowing with radiation, the same as the nuclear power plant in the background. Yeah. Yes. It was enough visual information was to tell you foreshadowing the that Spider-Man it was, thing. you know, nuclear Again, power. animation yeah. team, yeah. well done. Well done. It was a good glow. Sorry you were working with idiots. We didn't yep. mention that he swings past like the home for retired shattered Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was, that was dark. Oh, yeah. yeah. I wish I got superpowers. And what's strange. Fuck? So, if you were to rank this segment and this segment only, what would you give it? Oh, yeah, no, failure. Hands down. Oh, uh, wow. That, I'm uh, sorry. That, uh, I didn't like it. Participant. Participant. <laughs> failure. Failure. Yeah. I'd give yeah. it a participant. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah, for this one, if you want to say Brilver or any of those, this is just for, you know, <laughs> to try and clarify it in your mind. So, oh, yeah, we didn't rank the 127 hours. I'd give that a silver. It's not technically a, pati- uh, a segment. Yeah, uh, good point. It- Cut this then. All right. Give it half a silver. It's only half an episode. All right. Give it a sil. I'm going to give it a ver. I'd give it a participant. <laughs> I'll give it a counterfeit penny. <laughs> you can also use other currencies in this. Okay. <laughs> okay. All a right. single yen. So D for Diddley, the Netta's Dexter parody. What do you guys think? Also stupid. The best part about it was the parody of... The, the opening sequence. Absolutely. Yeah, like yeah. with the shoelace yeah, and he yeah. was doing it with the laundry bag. And then, you know, the the praying, actually that turns out to be the creepy thing. Mm. Also props yeah. for it being a parody of something that's actually remotely scary yeah. slash yeah. Halloween themed. Yeah. I feel like this isn't the first time they've done the cut of that intro where he th- mm. it looks like Ned's doing killer things, but he's not. Oh, yeah, the, the flower pot, the flower plant plot is dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, he um, was doing... S- yeah, you're right. That's yeah. the same damn thing. It's but also, that was pre-Dexter. It's also yeah. the second time they've done the thing where Homer is doing the voiceover and convincing yeah. he's God. Yep. Wasn't that Bart? Rod, Todd, this is God. Same yeah. deal, same deal. Sl- come come same on, man. Same, same different, deal. different Simpson. <laughs> um, Simpsons did it is the point. Question, yeah. who guessed it was Homer the first time you saw it? Straight away, no within question. seconds, yeah. instantly. Yeah. I will say this, the best thing I can say about this segment, it is the one with the best structure. Yeah. As in, yeah. at the beginning, yeah. middle, it and end, sense. it descends into stupidity at the end, but at least there's a structure to it. Yeah, but this is another thing where stylistically they were onto something. Mm. There was good material to be mined from there. I loved that, that um, Ned was taking God's kill requests. You okay, know? then who was the first guy he killed that was already chopped up when he threw him in the lake? Could have been any one of those deviants from his drive through th- of Springfield. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't yeah. think it was important. And I didn't mind that it was not a actual character. Okay. It could have been but literally it, it, anyone. It would have been, it had to be someone that Homer wanted dead. Yeah, but Homer was murdering every tall boy in oh, the city. Yeah, like, yeah. And I think it was good that it wasn't someone because it was just outside of the spectrum of the normal Simpsons and it was just Ned's a murderer. Yeah. That was enough of a shock. Then Ned has murdered Wiggum. Why? What's Wiggum done? You know what I mean? Like, That's more questions than you needed at that time. Yeah. Stop making me defend this episode. I hate <laughs> this episode. I quite liked when Monty Burns saw the $10,000 fine and he's just like, 
Eh, pulls out 10,000. Why not? <laughs> Throws it, it in, in the fucking pond. Yeah, yeah. that was pretty and good. And see, I liked that because Ned communicated with God, is this someone I can kill? And yeah. I Actually, when this segment started and it was just Ned driving around, I thought we were going to get a bit of a pe- taxi driver thing and I was, yeah. I oh, was yeah. excited. Or like a watchman thing. The yeah. You know, the, all the scum will cry, help me, and I'll whisper, no, diddly. Especially <laughs> since there was already a Watchman reference in Homer's costume. Yeah. Ah, yeah. He, he was, was Dr. Dr. Manhattan. Manhattan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was, we were expecting different things. Like, I yeah. saw a Sin City vibe coming out of it. Yeah, I yeah. saw a Watchman vibe coming out of it. That that was starting off. The whole thing was coming out, like, quite good. Yeah, it came out strong. And then there was that weird, like, thing with a prostitute. Prostitute. Oh, that she goes <laughs> to teach at uh, Yale University for prostitution. prostitution. That wasn't the weird part, though. I mean, it was like, get off your back and get on your knees, baby. Oh. No, I I actually liked that line because I liked the double entendre it had. But then the whole little, you know, self-evaluating monologue that she had. Yeah. Have I lost it? You know what? Those who can't do teach. What the fuck was that about? No, New Simpsons put <gasps> way too much stock into Nelson's mum. It's like... Yeah. That was Nelson's mum? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That oh. Was too. She's not a great character either. No. She was like, has my back door lost its charm? <laughs> my backdoor charm. Have I lost my backdoor charm? Uh, is that the same, is that the same thing? <laughs> no. She making, she's still making a backdoor joke? <laughs> no. Well, possibly not. It's probably for the best. I think it was back alley. I can't even remember. Whatever. Back alley. Either way, no, gross. Back, my back alley charm. Yeah, because that sounds gross, man. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's it. It was just a gross. I think it really took away from the clever little shots that it had before, like the baby yeah. fighting the rat and people yeah. betting on it and stuff like that. Hmm. Those were good little visual gags. And then. Once again, the over-explanation of an already, like, average joke just yeah. drove it into the ground. Well, just on the visuals, like, I liked his, in his little montage when he uh, gets Snake in the, the art museum. Yeah. And uh, his blood splats on the Pollock painting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought that, that was, was clever. Good. Yeah, it was good. But, yeah, again, with the over-explanation. And I felt like that they told the audience that Homer was giving him the commands, like, three too many times. Right. Like, yeah. I wish they buried that lead a bit more. Uh, I think they could have done it in a more interesting way, like revealed it in a more interesting way yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Well, Homer wasn't acting sophisticated or subtle either. Go kill the mechanic that uh, d- yeah. wouldn't fix Homer's yeah. car. You know, it goes chicka, 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 but only 30 seconds. Yeah. So drawn out. Mm. Yep. And then the, you know, obviously from the many clues, he figures it out. And Flanders bursts in, and then mm. you've got this whole thing where, like, oh, if God existed, would he let me do this? And they burn the Bible, yeah. they start burning it. Yeah. Hand of God and comes down as well. God. Hand of God comes down, which would have been like, all right, we've seen the hand of God in The Simpsons yeah. a fair few times. This goes, why are you little and strangles him? I was I was actually with it up until that yeah. point. That yeah. wasn't a bad little like the spot to yeah. end it. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was fine. And then what the fuck happened after it that? It just kept going. First March shows up. <laughs> And God's like, uh, Flanders did it. Yeah. And they're like, can't you just bring everyone back to know? It's like, oh, that wouldn't go well with the big guy downstairs. Which is funny as well that God answers to Satan. That feels very South Parky, like Satan's bitch sort of stuff. Yeah, they yeah. South Park did it in like their first season, Jesus versus Satan. Yeah. And and speaking of Satan, and then Satan shows up and is all like, "Get me a coffee." And that was yes, sir. That was okay, just for the delivery of yes, yeah. sir. Yeah. But then Maud Flanders shows up. Flanders like, is like, "This couldn't get any worse. Yeah. How could this day get any worse?" Wow. wow. <laughs> yeah. Maud Flanders shows up and is like, "Satan, honey, come back to bed." <laughs> Uh, He's yeah. already been so hard done Her by back alley Walmart. beauty hasn't lost its charm. <laughs> <laughs> I just, once again, they had a really good parody going. 
Mm. Well, really they good compared elements. to the other things. They had elements of a good parody going. And then it just went off onto a tangent. So like the Spider-Man thing that came out of nowhere, there was this whole God versus the devil thing. Yeah. Unnecessary, you know? They could have ended that in a much more entertaining way. Ah, there we go. Sorry, I was waiting for that that line. Uh, the first thing I think is that Homer uh, needed to get caught better. And mm-hmm. yeah, I was thinking about a thing where, you know the bit where he's like, oh, I wish Bart Simpson would just drop dead. And, and Flanders is like, rogerly diddly do, sir. Uh-huh. And then he goes, uh, you know, yeah. the, the hand that bites the cradle. <laughs> That's not the yeah. name. Clever. Good. Good. Um, that would have been spooky you. as well. Thank you. But no, mm. instead they had that Bart discovers and, oh, kill the tall boy in my class. Kill every tall boy. And the other overall explanation bit that shat me was... Uh, the, the tall boy is a chest of drawers. Ooh. Kill um, them. <laughs> when uh, Marge discovers, Homer, your enemies are all dropping off the map. Sideshow Bob, that's not his enemy. No. That's, yeah. 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 Drove me nuts. And there was one weird little diversion from the Dexter parody, though, where they went into a Roadrunner parody. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. What'd you guys think? No. It, no, it was, <laughs> no, it was really good. Visually. It was really good visually. And then he held up the sign and did the little meep meep thing, and I didn't like it anymore. Him being at the top of the cliff, then being on the cliffs, yeah. and then the drop, the, the, and there was the little cigarettes. free cigarettes. That was great. And then leave it yeah. with a crush. He didn't need to ha- go waka waka at yeah. the end. You know what it feels like? It feels like someone at the one of the executive directors at the Simpsons producer Whatever. party. Yep. Yeah. Help Cocaine party. Someone help me. Anyway, they've gone, oh, you know, like, we want things to be scary, but not too scary. <laughs> and so they've got, like... This segment frightens me. Yeah, right. Why can't cartoons be more like Warner Brothers? Exactly. And Warner. they pop that in there and like they have the Spider-Man thing to appeal to kids these days. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. The kids like them, some Spider-Man and some Wile E. Cody. Throw that in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought it was so out of place, even though it was good for a second. Yeah, like you said, it just tanked. Mm. Yeah. I had one more bit yep. idea. I was just thinking about the God stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was yeah. like, I would have liked if God turned up and recognized Homer. He was uh, from from... You can't wait six months. And oh, yeah. <laughs> talking about the football team and stuff. And yeah. they're like, oh, you again. Yeah. <laughs> needless, yeah. needless bit. Did you get Ned to do your bidding by killing a bunch of people? Again. Yes. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Homer, you little ragamuffin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I did that once to this guy and his kid, Isaac. It was funny. <laughs> <sighs> that is so my thing. <laughs> yeah. Abraham, yes. what a drop. Yes. <laughs> thousand points to both of you guys. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm done with the bitch devil thing. Mm-hmm. That's way funnier. <laughs> All right. If you were to rank this segment, what would you rank it? Uh, Participant. Yep. But gold with all our rewrites in him. Yeah. <laughs> the, the episode we wrote Silver was to gold, gold maybe. Yeah, Silver yeah. to gold. Let's De- be fair. You know, I want to say our episode was a cubic, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's for biased. the audience to decide. <laughs> uh, Claire, what would you rank this segment? Up until the God Devil thing, I guess I'll give it a participant, but I really do want to fail it. Like, there's something yeah. deep mm. inside me that wants mm. to fail I know it. That feeling, yeah. But there's a couple of like really good visual things in there. And oh, yeah. You yeah, mean yeah, Maud totally. Flanders' is a couple Again. of really good visual things. I'm just. <laughs> I'm glad she's getting some. You know, I mean, yeah, obviously Flanders was, was pretty good. So. Totally. Mm. Uh, and BT? I'd expect that. Paradiddly Isipant. <laughs> hey. Nice. Yeah, I say this is actually a failure with a shell of a bronze, so I'm going to call it a Brailia. <laughs> Okay, I'm keeping Ooh. it just about failure because it is the the one with actual structure to it. Yeah. Mm. Like, my main note I put above all of this is these aren't stories. <laughs> these are just things happening, and, yeah. Then, yeah. and then they're over. Well, speaking, speaking of, of things happening, and then they're over. Simultaneous. In the Na'vi, where they're doing a parody of that classic horror movie, <laughs> 2009's Avatar. 
Uh, well, it's horrifying how much money they spent on it. It's horrifying how much they're spending on the next four Avatar movies. Uh, Who's uh, that? It's him, James Cameron. I heard an interesting point, which is despite the fact that pretty much everyone saw that movie, it had almost no cultural footprint. Yeah. Mm. That's really interesting. Yeah. Because yeah. it's not like the um, like people were dressing up as Na'vi for nope. Halloween. Nope. <laughs> well, it's just like this episode of The Simpsons, visually beautiful and with no substance and nothing mm, memorable yeah. about mm. it. Yeah, I'll, I'll say like I thought it was really dumb up until Bart turns into uh, a Kang and Kodos creature, and I'm like, okay, that's a good twist. I was about to say, the one up arrow I have in my notes on this is that I like that they're Kang and Kodos aliens. Yeah. 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 Everything yeah. else is filth. Uh, well, I liked their parody of what what did they Unobtainium. call it? Unobtainium. Thank you. you, you I, oh, that got me in the cinema. I remember being like, what yeah. the fuck is this like placeholder name still yeah. doing in the yeah. final Tivium. script? <laughs> Fucking thingamabobby. Anyway, we could have really Plot used some hilarium yeah. for this entire segment. Like, yeah. Oh, some hilarium would be nice right now. What about that really bad, bad Nazi joke? Oh. That was dark. That was so dark. Yeah, so Krusty's doing like a webcast. Don't go get me in the hilarium. I need it for my audience. And by the way, I'm about to go host a Nazi rally. That's right. They're back. Well, they are now, aren't they? Yeah, they and this was are. in uh, 2011. Sure. Like, Also, I like that... <laughs> Coincidentally, in that shot, Krusty is wearing a white polo shirt, which somehow has become the na- new neo-Nazi uniform. Yeah. <laughs> Yeesh. It's like in the ne- 2010s neo-Nazi yeah. starter kit. White polo shirt. Khakis it- and a tiki torch. Yeah. <laughs> that would actually be a really, 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 like, too soon Halloween costume yeah. for this year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Charlottesville guy. <laughs> Yeesh. Oh, such bad taste. So awkward. It's going to be so weird working in, like, clothing now and someone comes in to buy a white Polly, like, <laughs> are you? It's gotta be weird working in uh, the party stores. It's like forty tiki torches, please. Like we're having a luau, I swear. <laughs> and pitch a racist yeah. luau. <laughs> yes, damn. I meant to say no. Damn it. <laughs> so, um, what about the girl's voice? Was that um? Was that was Tress McNeil. Yeah, it's Tress it McNeil. felt very Futurama. It, oh yeah, it's totally the Indinda voice. It's the Indinda mm. that from Ndinda. the planet Omicron Persei. And this one felt longer than the other segments oh as God, well. Oh, God, it went on forever. <laughs> Sorry, I'm reading my notes and I'm laughing at the hatred. <laughs> so we start off with a nice little cool there, Kang slash Kodos aliens, followed by, fuck, this is lame. Followed by, bitches be crazy, because they're all like, our planet has no ice cream or pickles. How are we supposed to satiate the needs of the pregnant? It's like, oh, mm-hmm. we oh. have pickles and butter brickle. It is our way. What the fuck is that joke? Pickle, not... butter, brickle. That went on so long it, as well. Yeah. Just because uh. you keep saying words that rhyme over and over again doesn't make it fucking funny, honey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that worked. Thank you. Homer moments. <laughs> well, I mean... Again, the visuals were really good because the animals that they had in this, I thought they were really clever, like the the, the tank uh, rhinos. Yeah, the only one I really liked was the birds who drop eggs, the eggs hatch, and they got piranhas again. (laughs) Yes, yes, I was on board. Well, there was the monkeys biting off the heads of something and then throwing them like grenades. Mm. Yeah. That was gruesome. I I liked the, the tractor monster. And he goes up against Chalmers, who's in a mech suit. Yep. Then Chalmers jumps in another mech suit, like mech suit Inception. Yep. And Tractor Monster jumps on like his mummy Tractor Monster. I Aww. thought that was cute. 
I didn't like that bit. It was trash. Sorry, Elliot. No. What about, I knew they would parody it as soon as I saw it, but you know how uh, in Avatar, you put your tentacles into the bits of the animal and all of a sudden they're bonded? And then, they, no, they, that's Japanese. You have to use an adapter and then they short-circuited it. Why would it be Japanese? Mm. Oh, why would it be anything? Why is anything That anything? segment went so long. And then the taxi came and, oh, oh fuck uh, off. Well, fuck you, you one-eyed bastard. Like, what yeah. was that? Yeah, like, what are they doing? It was garbage. That's what it was. Garbage. They just talked about sex a whole lot. I was for about a yeah. episode. Yeah, so Bart, as his avatar, Kankoto's alien, was having a very sexual relationship with Ndinda. Let's alien. rub our testicles on each other. You mean tentacles? I oh. know what I said. Oh. Well, let's fuck. This is like my eyes roll so far that they come back around and then they start rolling that again. That is terrible yeah. for your optical nerve. It is. Simpsons uh, HD era. Terrible for optical nerves. <laughs> Way too much sex. Yeah, it was... Am I, am I old? Am I t- no. No. no, no this is, he's in, a, he's in an alien body. Too much sex. He's in an alien body. He's still a 10-year-old who's fucked an alien, got it pregnant, and then gotten space warts because she also fucked Milhouse. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. See, and what about actually... Milhouse and his, uh, like, going through, oh, now you killed the flower people, and now because you're banging your head against a tree, you are having sex with it. Like, with Uncle Tree. Also, Uncle I, Tree. I, I, I have Milhouse is sex with his uncle. Super creepy about it because yeah, when I first saw her, before I heard the voice actress, mm. I actually thought it looked like Mrs. K in alien form. Mrs. K, Kabapple, Kabapple, Crab Apple, oh, right, and right. that creeped me right the fuck out because I was like, oh no, 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 They're no, no, that's a love interest. Pardon, Edna. And then didn't he actually say something that he, he was like my art teacher or something? Yeah. Because she's like, the planet will help us. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Bart yeah. has got but two still. things look like his art teacher pregnant. Oh my <laughs> god, that's right. <laughs> that is once with voodoo, once as a space alien. Simpsons. Oh, that is fucking so creepy. Bad. Another bit I hated was, and again, this is just a general problem with the Simpsons lately is overvaluing the characters of the bullies. Yeah. yeah. Mm. We're not gonna beat you up. These suits cost eight billion dollars each. That's why they made three of us for a bullies for no reason whatsoever. Yeah. We're not gonna show <laughs> yeah. up in the rest of this episode. Yeah. And Bart said I carumba like four times in this segment. Yeah. I didn't think to start counting it like the farts from the other segment, but I'm an up- alien now. I carumba. <laughs> I got you pregnant. I carumba. <laughs> and what was with Jackie Mason's appearance in this episode as well in Bart's vision? Because oh, you're a father now, Mazeltov. Oh fuck! I don't remember that. I, I don't know. The, yeah, the the space tube. First yeah. he saw Otto yeah. for no reason. I yeah. thought it was like an acid f- joke. You know, yeah, they're crossing it felt streams like, or something. Um, when they had Pee Wee and uh, no, yeah. Peabody in the time travel yep. bit. Ah, uh, yeah, you yep. know. Yeah, but that would um, ma- that made sense. That was a joke relating to that. Time you know, like that yeah. was a reference to another cartoon. That's the sort yeah. of thing The Simpsons does. This but was yeah, just random. Krusty's father has nothing to do with this. Yeah. Have you guys got anything else to say about this segment? Uh, nah. Nothing good. I could talk about parts that I didn't like. I do. First of all, why is it Chalmers that's in the robot? Why is it not Herman? That would have been cooler. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and his mech suit oh, only has one arm. Yeah. Nice. And and why did Chalmers die yelling Skinner? I was about to say. Yeah. That's, yeah. It's like yeah. Skinner's not even there. He's just yeah. yelling it. Uh, there's a fucking awful line right at the end where it's like, our alien language has no word for yours or mine. We really don't get the movie yours, mine, and ours. And they finish on that. Yeah. End scene. How old is that movie? How awful is this fucking joke? How terrible is this <laughs> yeah. entire segment? You, you, you're supposed to end on the strongest note of your story, basically. That probably not. was, you know, the best they could get mm. at that point. Yeah. What would you rank this segment, BT? Pure failure. Pure, uncut, Nicaraguan failure. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Not ethical blend failure? <laughs> <laughs> no. Claire? Failure. Jag? Fa- fail 
Tanium. Fail. 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 Tanium. Fail. Fuck it. Fail. Obtanium. You get it. You get it. They obtained a failure. That's definite. And then there was a little ending segment where everybody came out in their costumes and encouraged people to go buy things for Christmas. I didn't mind that, actually. The the cynical sort of go buy things that you don't need. It's mm. Halloween's over, so you better start shopping. Every sweater you knit loses 27 American jobs. Mm. I did actually like Grandpa's line of, are we going to do the Black Swan? Because that felt like very... Well, I hated it because I wish they had. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, that was a movie horror. that was recent and scary. Yeah. Didn't they do that in Itchy and Scratchy, though, several years later? Yeah. All right, so let's just do a very quick questionnaire before we rank this thing. Play count. How many times have you seen this episode before tonight? I have not. I have once. I think I've only actually seen the Ned Flanders skit yeah. before. Okay. I haven't seen the front beginning and end, but I remember distinctly the Dexter thing. Uh, well, I've seen the Flower Pot episode, so that counts as a partial credit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I've seen this episode a good three times. Not a good three times. What am I talking about? <laughs> a how, terrible three times. What do you reckon of the horror elements? Like, in a couple of words, like, how would you rate their handling of horror? Fleeting at best. They, they had a chance encounter with horror in what you would largely call the intro credits, and then they waved goodbye to it as it <laughs> span off in the other direction. BT? Horror, what's that? <laughs> Claire? It's very weak. Yeah, yeah. Mm. How did they handle the parody? Let's go out in the other way. Also very weak. I, they couldn't settle on what they were doing. They changed halfway through. Yeah. They, they couldn't follow yeah. through on their own ideas or their own parodies. So while there were some interesting elements and at least one good choice, in my opinion, overall, shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like they shouted the idea into a room full of sentient monkeys and whatever <laughs> came back as random chatter is what they put in. Mm. So they went, hey, what about Avatar? Mm. And so I went, ha ha, space warts. <laughs> like, that, that's going in. Anything else? Uh, piranha eggs? Yes. <laughs> Continue, monkeys. Continue. So, so yeah, with that method, some things can land like piranha eggs and yeah. other things can't. Like <laughs> Everything else. <laughs> How do you think about the parody? I'm going to stick with my, my long-running sort of halfway through the meth kicks in approach to <laughs> storytelling let's do psycho uh, let's do 127 hours mm. let's do diving bell and uh, spider-man spider <laughs> yeah. 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 you know what it feels like they had a table of writers and then like every five minutes they'll just change places <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> totally. it's like what we write i don't know i'm 127 hours i guess yeah what? Mm. i haven't seen psycho i don't know how it, okay well why don't we change yeah, to me, I agree. The parody didn't succeed, and like, I don't care that so much that they depart from the horror as long as they, as long as they go somewhere good with it. Yeah, yeah, I don't mind abandoning parody or changing direction or anything like that, as long as you're going somewhere. But it's just stuff. But it's got to work. Happen. Yeah, that's the thing. The overall story, the overall jokes have to land. Yeah. You can it's forgive build a lot. If it works and it's a cartoon, they have a yeah. lot of, you know, leniency with their medium. And yep. I think the problem is they're running with that idea instead of going that we still need to produce a structured and interesting plot. Yeah. yeah. No, there's the thing called the halo effect where you can get away with way more people are enjoying themselves. And this is the yeah. opposite. Mm -hmm. There's a little mm. devil horn effect where you just hate <laughs> everything because nothing works. Oh, totally. And it's almost like because they had like parodies within parodies, the Roadrunner in the Dexter, the mm. Spider-Man in the Butterball. It's the uh, Mr. Burns. You got too many diseases. You know, they're all trying to push <laughs> their way through the door. So nice. <laughs> nothing's Good coming reference. We, we call it Three Stooges Syndrome. <laughs> so no one know, would you watch this episode again? I'd really try not to. I'd like that second no, please. <laughs> <laughs> 
Nah, God, no. Let's uh, rank this thing! On the Simpsons Index, we rank using our six-point scale, which starts down the bottom at failure. But maybe if the episode was meh, you give a participant, but if it's good, bronze, great, silver, excellent, gold, but for the best, of the very best, those episodes that are spookily good, you give a cubic zirconia. And I'm going to go first, let me show you how it's done. I'm giving it a participant. Um, there are enough little things to bring it up from fa I don't know, failure just doesn't sit right with me, even though I totally won't fight you guys if you guys fail it uh bt rank it i'm a little split because usually i reserve failure for something that will bother me tomorrow and i feel like i've forgotten that i'd seen this until i got to each individual segment mm. yeah there are a lot of weird missteps and that last one does irk me a lot i'm it's mm. a good third of the episode yeah i know but i'm a very but is that Bad enough to drag everything down hey. um I'm going to sit on a participant for the moment, and if I change my mind, I hold the right to do that. All right, Claire? I think we all know that I'm going to say failure. It was just shit. I mean, like you said, it is something that is going to be bothering me tomorrow, that f the fart jokes yeah. and the yeah. and the God yeah. and Maud Flanders sex thing and the terrible, terrible Avatar parody. No, terrible, awful. The Avatar parody was so bad, we didn't even fix it, that that chunk. The first no. two, we improved <laughs> Oh, on. no, abandon it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Goddamn mess, yeah. Doesn't even deserve to go to the orphanage, man. Just... <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just dumped so the anyway, <laughs> What would you like to rank it? Uh, they didn't do a single section that I felt they just gave up on an undercut. Yeah. Um, I really... I quite enjoyed the, the intro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look at it this way. Put that on a movie poster. <laughs> <laughs> but like, basically, let's say there's three segments. Yep, I think yep. each one of us failed two and passed or well, participated one. That is a failure on average. Yeah, yeah, that is. I mean, sixty percent. You can't, you can't like, fail. like one third or less yeah. of a show and say it's mm. like a good show. Right, or, I think well, Elliot and I, we participate. Participant failed those segments, didn't mm. we? Uh, yeah, and I kind of bronzished the Ned yeah, yeah, section. Yeah. Just a little bit of bronze, like a, a little streak of bronze, mm. like a little brown streak. Yeah, it was like <laughs> a little brown streak. <laughs> it's like poop. No, it's bronze. <laughs> <laughs> I bronzed just little parts of my underwear. Anyway, sorry, what is your ranking? <laughs> I quite like what we did with the diving bell and the butterfly. I wasn't totally against what we did with Dexter. Mm -hmm. I really didn't like that they threw the Roadrunner thing in there. Mm. I'm really disappointed in this episode. I'm going to fail it as well. All right. I'm actually glad to hear that because I want it to be lower than a participant. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. I don't think I hate it enough myself to give it that. I don't point. think it feels like Lady Gaga, for example. No. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not definitive in my answer either. This is like Homer and Dignity all mm. over again where I'm actually on the fence. I'm just giving it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. This will average out into be a dull participant. It will actually join another Treehouse of Horror, number six. How do you say that number? Six. Uh, this will join Treehouse of Horror 24. <laughs> Six. I'm reading Roman numerals, guys. <laughs> okay, right. Oh, it's it's hard pronounced hard. V. <laughs> if. <laughs> It'll also join um, Dangerous Curves, which we reviewed together. That weird season yeah. twenty jump yeah. back and forth into the past. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, also, kids are all fight and twenty-two for thirty, the basketball Bart one. Yeah. That's in the company it deserves to be in. I feel like it belongs <laughs> underneath those, actually. Yeah, Ooh. a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Beej, you've got a timer counting down whether you can change your. I don't change. Okay, well there you go. <laughs> Everything I say is perfectly mm. accurate the first time. All right. Nothing well... could possibly go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing that's ever gone wrong. 
All right, so we are going to jump all the way back to season 12 now and go to cover Treehouse of Horror 11. That's confusing. That's because season one didn't have a Treehouse of Horror. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Treehouse of Horror 11, we'll be back. We are back and we just watched season 12, episode 1, Treehouse of Horror 11. Was it season 11? Season 12, episode 11. Oh god. Season 12, episode 1, Treehouse of Horror 11. How many names does this one episode have? Which is sort of also three episodes. <laughs> this was first released in November of Ought and it was written. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, generally, what did you think of this episode? Much better. How Damn. much better? Much, much better, I'd say. Yeah. This well, was lots of laugh out loud moments. Particularly enjoyable. Yeah, I, I had a lot of fun with this one. Yeah. It sort of did the exact opposite of what the first one did, which was it picked a theme, it stuck to it, each uh, separate mm-hmm. segment had a cohesive plot, yep. and the jokes weren't overplayed, they were quick fire, very, very classic Simpsons, you know. Yep, bringing back to the structure, each one had a three-act structure within their little segment, and I thought every every segment was satisfying to me. I don't, I didn't hate any of them. It made me laugh out loud in that loud, braying, jackass, piece of shit way that I do, where I'm like, ooh. I know <laughs> that way. <laughs> yeah, people at home, he is that guy in the theatre. <laughs> it's like you told a donkey a great joke. <laughs> I still love you. We all still love you, donkey boy. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was referring to his penis size. <laughs> not not stallion, but donkey. <laughs> it's actually much more achievable, ladies. <laughs> That's what the ladies want, achievable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my donkey brain jackass laugh. <laughs> yeah. oh. And we're back. <laughs> so uh, I don't actually have that much to say about the intro thing. It was just the Simpsons as the monsters, right? Yeah. And then they get uh, attacked by the villagers and only Lisa lives because she looks enough like a human to pass. Yeah, I didn't really actually think much of her holding the book that said copyright law. That to me was like, eh, it's a treehouse of horror. This is what you do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But overall, it was quite a good little skit. It was quick. Mm. It was quite It cute. was fun to watch the characters trans- uh, transform. It. it was a cosplay. Ca- it was, yeah. hey, let's yeah. check out their costumes. Yeah, in place of a couch gag, which is what I think those intro sequences should be. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And fundamentally, this is what Halloween is. Check out our costumes. Yeah, totally. All right, so the first segment, Ghost Dad, written by Rob Lezebnik. Guys, what did you think? I thought it was great. Yeah. Really yeah, enjoyed it. I really it. like this one. And, and it's one that, it, like, it wasn't a particularly horror thing. but no. Oh, well, it was horror scope. Yeah. Ooh. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, it, I'll it pay that. Just the right amount of Homer hurting himself. Yeah. With yeah. It, like with it still being quite funny. And again, the jokes are really quick. All the little like instantly, you know, mocking his horoscope. Oh, I'm going to die. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to die. And then getting like a really severe paper cut straight right on away. his wrist. Yeah. Loved but it. This is the arrogance that I love. Like it's like, you think you're going to kill me? Get real. Yeah. <laughs> like Stupid rattlesnake. Nature's quitters. Yeah, I actually super love that. That's one of my all time favorites. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, may if I may compliment you, that is one fine rattlesnake <laughs> biting your arm. 
that was the best as well. You know, the, the fact that the whole horoscope comes true. Yeah. You know, a, an attractive coworker <laughs> yeah. uh, compliment you. Yeah. Yeah. Lenny. Lenny. <laughs> it just straight away, you know, oh, if I may compliment you. It's like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then it's about something that's killing him as well. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. perfect. Snakes. Yeah. Nature's quitters. And it was great. And, you know, playing with the absurdity of horoscopes as well, where Marge reads, no, let me read this. Today your husband will die. Oh, my God. Are they fun fact? Homer is a Taurus. Yeah, same as me and you. Mm-hmm. We're all going to die. <laughs> and uh, what were some of the other great moments from Homer cheating death? There was the... the I super love a stupid horoscope. <laughs> bloop it, blow it, bloop. <laughs> yeah, I, I giggled way more yeah. than I probably should have. up on there and the hurt brain didn't my damage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah totally. And, and it's one where, like, yeah, someone posts something up about horoscopes on Facebook and I'm like, <laughs> bloop it, blow it, bloop it. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Oh, man, I got so much joy out of this because, yeah, and Homer was like, yeah, nothing could kill me, not even the rattlesnake or the testicle thing. <laughs> yeah. And that's yeah. it. It was the allusion to, yeah. uh, like, a yeah. cheap joke, which mm. was way more funny than actually playing out that joke, I think. Yeah. 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 And what do you guys think of actually the broccoli being the thing that killed him? I liked it. As a kid, I would have found that really, really funny. And that's yeah. kind of like, that's when I love The Simpsons being childish, you know, playing into the kids thing that, ew, vegetables, they're mm. trying to kill you. Like, yeah. this tastes so I, terrible. I think that's tied very it, well with Dr. Hibbert's bit where he's like, but I thought broccoli was, yes, one of the most dangerous vegetables. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They yeah. tried to warn you with its terrible taste. I mean, I laughed way harder. Uh, the next scene where the two EMTs were taking away the body. <laughs> yes. yeah, like, sure, it's easy to zip up when they're stiff like this. Oh, and then, I, I, yeah, sorry. I love uh, pan out. <laughs> yeah. the, and, and you yeah. see Bart and Lisa just looking distressed. Oh. And they're just like... <laughs> <laughs> oh. And then, yeah, Homer coming back as a... Uh, uh, sorry. You have to talk like that. No, not really. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I thought that was a good thing with St. Peter saying, you know, you've been a shit. You must do one more good deed. And classic, (laughs) classic bit. I missed the number of hours in good deeds. My favorite line, the one where uh, he's like, oh, Marge, I've got to do a good deed to get into heaven. It's like, well, I've got a list of chores. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm just trying to get in. I'm not running for Jesus. <laughs> running for Jesus. Yes. Yes. I like that painting the house is running for Jesus. Yeah. Like, yeah. Lazy son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Also, I want that on a shirt. The first thing he does when he gets back down to earth as a ghost is re-eat the broccoli and yeah. die yeah. for a second time. <laughs> I <laughs> ate the broccoli again. You have 23 hours. Yeah. Yeah. He gets back and Peter is Saint Peter, sorry. Mm-hmm. He's playing solitaire on the St. Peter desk. <laughs> yeah, he didn't get crucified upside down for you to just call him Peter. Mm. What were some of your bits of Homer trying to save people? Oh, trying to help the old lady across the road. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everyone can see up my bustle. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she was going to be the next Hitler. I like, that. <laughs> I like sipping on a squishy and just falling through when people are slipping off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that that by trying to do a good deed, he's probably killed about four people in amongst <laughs> this whole thing. And even the good deed he does do is accidental. But yeah. it's so nice that St. Peter just wasn't looking and he gets it. Yeah. Well, damn me. Yes. I'm afraid, <laughs> yes. so. I'm afraid so. And I like that, yeah, when he gets uh, sent down to Hevel. Uh, to Hevel. Hevel. Hevel is a place on birth. <laughs> Ooh, baby, do you know what that's worth? Ooh, Hevel is 
a place on birth. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> that's who I picture singing that song. <laughs> um, that when he goes down to hell and Satan's like, you're in for an eternity of pain and just noogies him like Nelson did in the scene <laughs> yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's it. There was a lot of like little throwbacks to yeah. within the, its own episode and that made it feel very tight. Yeah. Totally. The yeah. Lenny compliment, the noogie thing. I don't know why John Wayne was there. That was a little bit of a strange ending. Maybe it was good because it wasn't like one of the classic ones because I actually liked the joke, even though I didn't fully get it. It was like one of those yeah. ones that went over my head, but I still laughed at it. It's it's Same just breath. a shame because the episode did have the funniest ending with the noogie. They just sort of faded out on that. Yeah, true. All right. So if you were to rank this segment, what would you rank it? I'd say a solid gold. Yeah? Yeah. Ooh, I, I, I'm, I feel like I'm only at a silver. Oh, okay. Mm. Maybe the mirth in my heart has died. <laughs> yeah, somewhere between gold and silver. Probably silver. I am Probably on mirth silver. control, so. <laughs> <laughs> that was another bit we didn't mention in that. I thought you were on birth control. Uh, that is to stop me from having birth when we are having sex. Remember, Bart, we are having sex in every other yeah. scene. Yeah. Please, please don't I know. smirch this You're episode. Making us by sad. Sorry, let me remind you of this segment again. I'd actually probably give it a gold cubic, maybe. I don't know. Who Bart, put your hand here to feel eight million fetuses at oh. once. I couldn't really say... <laughs> Guys, no more. That episode is done. I'm trying to forget it. <laughs> I can't really think of any reason why I wouldn't give it a gold, but at the same time... Mm. No, I'm the same way. There's nothing I want to point out and say fix this, but I just it just doesn't it doesn't get me there. I think the thing is I've actually watched this and pre-answering a question. I have watched this episode quite a few times, but I always forget it. Oh yeah. yeah. Like every time I go back to rewatch it, I don't quite remember it until it's starting to happen. No, it has an overall aura of post classic Simpsons. I feel like the first half before he dies is amazing, and then the second half where he's trying to do a good deed to get into heaven is fun and acceptable. Yeah. Mm. You know? It's not super strong, but also it's got enough of a story structure yeah. that you yeah. don't hate it. I'm yeah. happy with Silver. I'm At happy that point with you're having fun. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually my overall impression of this mm. Treehouse of mm. Horror. It's just really fun. So we'll get into the next segment. Scary tales can come true. This is like a Brothers Grim Tale remix. Grim Brothers? Mm-hmm. A medley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, I thought this segment was amazingly detailed and it looked beautiful. Guys, what did you think? I concur. Uh, I do like the first thing Homer does is walk through the door, take the bucket off his foot and hang it up. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Hello, children. Hello, wife. <laughs> it's so old-timey, you don't quite get that he's just pretending at the yeah. same time. I actually really like the line where, you know, he's lost his job, but without your weekly pittance, how will we feed our children? <laughs> Lovely. Yeah, see, that was something that I loved about the production of this episode, especially the language. Mm. Yes, they actually changed it for the value of the episode. They didn't just yeah. throw in whatever they felt like because they could. No, it was a stylistic choice. They're calling mm. uh, their parents mother and father. and I also really like the, you know, oh, perhaps you could be a dunce, you know. <laughs> and he's, he's straight away sets his little like homemade dunce cap on fire. Do I was love it? born an oaf and I'll die an oaf. <laughs> I love that those are actual jobs. Yeah. I, yeah. You know what? I could actually see the difference between them. You know, the dunce <laughs> is just stupid but sits in the corner quietly. The oaf is the... The, the bumbling fool. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I actually really like at the end when uh, Homer eats his way into the witch's house and uh, he gets called an oaf by the witch. Oh, he does. Oh. He's back on That's form. an oaf. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, that's great. Oh man, I really like that bucket bill. So I was just thinking about it now. Yeah. <laughs> Comes home from work, no takes off the bucket. Yeah, no attention given to it. It's just there and oh. it's quick and it's, it's, yeah. it's the briefcase for the oaf. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and no children will starve in my home. Just abandons Bart and Lisa <laughs> in the woods. And I like Marge's follow up to that. 
what? You jumped our precious children in the wood? Get them back. We could have sold them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Maggie with a side two chickens or better or something. Like, that was oh, really man. good. And yeah, I, I like how they're going through and they're che- uh, like, so I didn't know. They, all these fairy tales are Grimm Brothers tales. Yeah. 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 Wow. The Brothers Grimm, if you want to use their proper title. Oh, my. So that's so how, how we can make some more children. <laughs> <laughs> no, kids. I'm ever so sorry. Again, the language. So yeah, yeah. Um, the, the Goldilocks thing, I thought that was genius with Bart going, oh, this one's too hot. <laughs> this one's too cold. Doesn't take a genius and just mixes them together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Mm-hmm. I liked about the overarching Treehouse of Horrors as well. They didn't shy away from a little bit of horror. Yeah. No. There was actually a lot of, you know, semi-gory death, but it wasn't the gross-out kind of... Yeah. I didn't find any of it, like, overly visual or disgusting the way I do in the later... Mm. HD where mm. you know they're trying to show mm. bulging yeah, but you eyes get that and stuff. Bit of Goldilocks screaming and the blood and the blood under the, the door. tearing of cloth to yeah, yeah. <laughs> even the the scalp for Rapunzel. Oh that's, my god, that's probably the grossest part. Oh, the wet splats. noise because yeah. that was something I always wondered as a kid. What the fuck is it? This Rapunzel, no one's hair can support weight like that. Yeah, and so you throw someone like Homer into it, and of course he just scalps her. And you know what? <laughs> this is the kind of Homer fat joke that works. Yeah, you know. Yeah. The Homer's yeah. fat, so he's like farty or he's disgusting in some other way, is cheap. Whereas this one's, yeah. it's not called attention to it's too much. Implied. It's just implied. This yeah. is why. It's a wonderfully like 2D shtick, like pratfall. Yeah. You know, you've got him walking straight up the screen. You've got him falling straight back down. It could have been in a Roadrunner bit or something, mm. you know? And Haven. they didn't um, say, and she didn't say, oh, you're too fat and you're scalping me. And that he was, wasn't, yeah. Yeah, and they didn't reply. I was like, oh, it's not my fault. They made only powdered donut. Ye oldie, yes, exactly. only a pittance of each. Actually, you don't want to. <laughs> I don't know if this is funny, but uh, just to bump up that joke a little bit, she he sees like one of her scrunchies or something on her hair says weight limit 100 pounds or something. Wow. Wow. So, the other thing uh, I want to mention before we move on is the Goldilocks bit. I really liked how subtly there was a, a good beat in between them running away from the bears wedging the thing under the door mm-hmm. yeah then pausing saying where's goldilocks and then there's goldilocks waking up peaceful oh, seeing that bed was just yeah right. then she sees the bears the bears are like raw we're yeah. real bears and then she's pulling at the door she's pulling at the door and you're like wait a second they put a chair in front of the door yeah. it's a little throwback in in the same yeah. little joke and sequence that's the thing it was just the visual of the chair <laughs> and they <laughs> actually used it as part of the scene it wasn't a flash to and then you watch to get mauled yeah. Yeah. it was actually yeah. I'm flashing to the chair and then you just see the blood seep out it Beautiful. wasn't Lisa and Bart going oh I hope we didn't lock her in yeah. Wow. I don't know. It's just it's such a big problem in the later seasons, mm. and in this one, it just doesn't have it. And it's so no, nice. Totally. To see. It was dealt with a lot more subtly. And again, to bring it to the Rapunzel thing, the whole scalping thing, like you didn't even really see the scalping. It was mostly exactly. hidden by hair, and it's sort of implied by the noise. Yeah. Only. The noise. There. Yeah. Like oh, if it had gently wafted down and fallen, it's been. Th- <laughs> it would have just been hair. But it was. Yeah. Splurt. And then they go to the uh, the the um, candy house. Candy house. And with the witch and everything. And, and I do like how they gloss over it. The, oh, I should check the book. Nah, she seems nice. And she's yeah. there like, meh. Like, <laughs> and the doorway. Yeah, you're like, probably right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lisa's doing chores and Bart's mm-hmm. are just binging on candy. Well, at least stop basting yourself. <laughs> yeah, <I love> that. <laughs> binging and basting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Two Bs. That sounds like a great Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that they go, oh, you probably don't even have a boyfriend. Yes, I do. His name is George. George. 
cauldron. Yeah. For me, yeah. that part was probably one of the weaker jokes in I, the episode. Well, I think they were doing it for the Brady Bunch reference. Because what yeah. was it? It was Jan's boyfriend, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. George Glass. That's yeah. right. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, didn't you? No. Oh. It, it was a little bit of a weak joke, but I didn't mind it because they did throw back to it as well. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> like, and not too much because they actually had a proper joke that they were using. Oh, is Susan ready yet? You know? Oh, yeah. another 20 minutes. Yeah. Like. <laughs> but the concert starts at eight. <laughs> and that was a great moment to end that segment on. And and so Homer comes in, uh, saves them, and the witch turns him into a, a fish with bunny ears with broom Donkey ears. hands. Donkey ears yeah. with broom hands. Takes one and to chicken. no one. <laughs> oh. Damn. Your jackass got burned. I know. Curse my enormous donkey ears. <laughs> That's what you do with them. Um, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Ear stuff. Listen. He's a I, great listener. I yet, even like the like little, you know, she's putting his fish head into the, the flames. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, fish. Yeah. <laughs> and it's once again could go in the playlist. Homer finds himself delicious. Yeah. I like that her oh, magic yeah. spells are just like her going, Kapra! Yeah. Pusham! <laughs> like, shoots one between her legs as yeah. well. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she's, like, she knows how to shoot lasers. It's great. Oh, that was a great fight. And I love the ending as well, where they never, after that moment that he mm. Homer transformed back, they never showed she him from the waist yeah. down. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So then they yeah. can have that ending, which is like, we've got food for life now. <laughs> and it, again, I just, I, I know I overdo this, but the, I can just see how they would have gone like, now that your father's half chicken, thanks to that witch. Yeah. yeah. You know, because you don't remember what you saw five seconds ago. Yep. Like, it's just there. And there is a little bit of the gross, you know, I'm giving, like, well, is well, it still called giving birth when you're laying no. an egg? Uh, laying just, an egg. Just getting laid. No. Nope. Um, it actually brings up a good point, because I didn't know this, that you should actually buy smaller eggs, because... It's easier on the chicken's butt? It's easier on the chicken butt. Well, vagina. Eggs come out of vaginas. Do they? Yeah. Do you want me to draw your diagram? Yes. <laughs> Available on the Simpsons Twitter page. <laughs> anyway, I really thought that, like, visually, Homer looked so good with the chicken legs and the fish head and yeah. the donkey ears especially and the broom his, yeah, arms. Especially his, uh, his motion where he's like, uh, is yeah. that all you got? And he's, like, doing the, these legs. Yeah. Kind of <laughs> oh, so good. And, yeah, he looked like the Matsumura fish works. Yeah. <laughs> <logo> yes. <laughs> There's your answer, fish bulb. Mm-hmm. All right. Are we good with this segment now? Yep. Oof. <laughs> Fucking oof. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So starting with BT, what would you rank it if you had to rank just this segment? Oh, me? I I, I believe I would bronze this one. I don't like it as much as the Oh, wow. wow. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Claire? I would go for bronze as well, but mostly because the last little part of it wasn't as tight to me as the first part but it was still mm. very good like I, I i think it's a good episode oh okay oh. um see i'd give it a gold big zirconium really yeah that's like, very high thank you uh, are you high <laughs> <laughs> i thought i am <laughs> first third i really liked the first half and i felt like it kind of trailed in the second half mm. this one here and i in i innately just don't like nursery rhyme episodes it does not gel with me it doesn't seem horror does it no, and and uh, it's such a a fantastical thing for mm-hmm. uh, for like a, a suburban home like The Simpsons to jump into, but but I think despite that, all the jokes were so well written, and we just went through. I mean, the the writing is so tight here, and all the way through. Well, look, I I agree with you that somewhere between gold and cubic for me because uh, this was one where yeah the jokes were consistent enough. I thought the story was I agree kind of a little bit weak, but. It was at least cohesive yeah. and uh, yeah. as a stylistically thing, visually and vocal performance, like they just nailed this style. Like, yeah. 
with the ending as well, where Homer lays the egg and they pull it back and it's it the, the hand drawing. drawn. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh man, beautiful, yeah. beautiful production. And Homer's face as he's trying to lay that damn egg. Yeah, <laughs> it's I, I can't complain anything about this episode. No, and one last line I want to m- mention: Boy, throwing your children out in the woods sure makes your hands dusty. <laughs> Comes in dusting his hands. Yeah, yeah, that was I do good. Like that. Yep. All right, and the final segment was Day of the Dolphin. What did you guys think of this one? It's Mixed not rooms. actually my favorite of the three. I think I I don't know why I don't like it because mm. I was watching it with a critical eye and it just doesn't do it for me. Oh. But and yet it has a lot of really good jokes within it that I find very funny. I I don't know. I don't know what my problem is with it. Somebody explain it to me. Well, the thing is, we're all frightened and horny. But that shouldn't <laughs> stop us from living and scoring. Thank He's you, Pete. Right, you know. <laughs> Sorry, that's one of my favorite lines yeah. from everything. So is this actually a direct parody of anything? Like, a little bit the birds. A, a little, little bit, bit of Jaws. Free yeah. Willy. A little bit of Free Willy. It's a bit all over the place. Okay. Mm. That's the thing. Maybe it does take from a lot, but the things it takes yeah. from still work together. Yeah. It makes sense yeah. for the storyline. Mm. Yeah. Again, this one had a cohesive story. Beginning, middle, end. I liked the beginning. It was quite funny. You know, Lisa uh, and quick as well. Yeah. You yeah. didn't have uh, yeah. uh, extended, oh, how does the dolphin get out? What's its motivation? You, everything's explained very fast. Yeah. And yeah. also even before that, I love the pointing out like how aquariums work. I love any... Mm any show that takes a stab at zoo and aquariums because I hate the fucking things. They're fucking animal prisons and just a show. (laughs) To be fair, you've seen what happens if we let those animals out of the prisons. Yeah, well... If a cow ever got the chance, it would eat you and everyone you care about. That includes two of the three people in this room. Figure out which guys. (gasps) (gasps) Elliot! Look to your left. Look to your right. (laughs) The first one's me and the second one's also me. Sorry, guys. Um, Correct. But yeah, when like a a, a dolphin trainer, Sally, is all like, oh, who wants to come and pat Snorky? And everyone just dives into the pool. I even like the sign gag of no longer educational on the outside. Everywhere's a splash zone. Uh, (laughs) Folks will be heating up the lobster tanks. If you want to pet them before you eat them, get there now. Amazing. Um, I think this is another episode where the writing is really fast-paced and really mm. clever just the mm. whole way through. There's oh, not totally. a weak joke I think anyone could point at. And some of the best subtitle jokes that oh, I've yeah. ever seen. Inaudible whispers. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love the crab's Here is reaction. my big plan. <laughs> love the crab's reaction. It's just shock and disgust. <laughs> <laughs> they made me do tricks like some common seal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fucking racist ass can you Can you get past this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, here's my secret plan. <laughs> and Lenny, uh, this is another one of the... <laughs> It's so brilliant. This was the Jaws ad, wasn't it? The, the, the yeah. trailer yeah. for Jaws? Yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah. It's very similar to the opening to Jaws, yeah. Oh, I guess the opening. But yeah, I, I think we've all done the bit of, hmm, alcohol and night swimming, a winning <laughs> combination. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh my God, sharks, the assassins of the sea. Oh, they're just dolphins, the clowns of the sea. <laughs> yeah. My One of my favorite bits um, is when they, you know, get up on the beach and they're doing their military march towards yeah. humanity. <laughs> And he gets caught in the net. It's a trap. They've got nets. Just pulls it down, slaps him. I really like um the the captain, the sea captain, being like, "Arr!" And I'm the only one that can stop them. Yeah. (laughs) The dolphins are like, "Arr!" I'm the sea captain. Arr, arr, arr. (laughs) Making fun of him with his his leg floating there as well. And I mean, to be fair, it's the same as the Willy bit. Ark, I can help you, but you need to listen carefully. (laughs) Yeah. This is indeed a disturbing universe. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was funny too. I'm, 
I'm still happy with both of those. Yeah. They all work. And yeah, mm. uh, the dolphin's doing the sound off as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Willie was good in this episode uh, where, where he At was the like, town <laughs> meeting. Do you have to do that now? <laughs> ah, well, if you want streaks, that's who you get them. <laughs> oh my God. And then the dolphin just burst through his Straight chest. Straight through his chest. Like mm. the chest burster. Like, and think- then he doesn't collapse to the floor. He just like sighs. He's like, oh. Mondays. <laughs> My horoscope <laughs> said this would happen. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't love the podium talk, but I do like you get the overall plan of what the dolphins are going to do, and it still works. It actually makes sense. You know, yeah. we hate the ocean. It's cold and wet and sucks. Oh uh, yeah. You yeah, guys yeah. are going back there. I mean, he started out strong, being like, Snarky, <laughs> snork, everybody, talk, snork, man. <laughs> Cut that so it's a sentence. <laughs> that was really good. I, I really did like the oh, pff, stupid dolphins. What are they going to do? And they get outside and they are just, just everywhere, everywhere yeah. on the on the wires yeah. like the birds. Again, this is an amazing visual thing. And, mm. uh, and I don't know the reference. So oh, it's a Alfred Stephen Hitchcock's King movie. Birds. I know you know you're wrong. And uh, that's what bothers me. <laughs> that's, how I, that's how it works. <laughs> He's doing Alfred Hitchcock's The Nerds. It's really the a nerds. funny movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you remember the Maggie Simpson where they, you know, the all the babies um, trying oh, to break yeah, in yeah, to yeah, get yeah. the suckers? So Same many thing. Babies. Yeah, walking quietly through them while they're all just like staring. I also like the one dolphin that was uh, flicking the <laughs> yeah. coin, leaning against his jalopy, and then just flipping a coin. That yeah. great. Uh, the way that was set, that kind of looked a little West Side story to me when yeah, he was yep, flipping yep. the coin. Absolutely. Yeah. And this so is it's a, a little bit of everything. Mm. It does, this episode did, like out of, all the, out of the three of them, mash a bunch of other movies together, but yeah. they were yeah. mostly horror for starters. Mostly. Uh, yeah. yeah. Then yeah. they yeah. kind of moved to the war movies, the dolphins marching to the thing, but then also like rallying the troops and the mm. big like final conflict, confrontation mm. thing. Yeah, both sides charge at each other in the middle of the town square. Yeah. yeah. Was that Braveheart or something that's a, maybe? That's or, a lot of yeah, things. It could have been any that's war like, movie. Yeah. Oh, I would have loved a it. Lot of the, a lot of the references here are just creature features. You know? Yes, they could have done a Braveheart. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I mean... You'd have to kind of double with them both being the Scots, and they can take mm. our lives, but they well, can never take any cut. And he's like, squeak, squeak, or squeak, 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 or squeak. When and then this, shows when, his dolphin ass. This was 2000, yeah? Because I'm thinking yep. maybe South Park beat them to the punch and had the turkey. Oh, definitely. Uh, yeah. Mm. Yep, yeah. Yep, okay. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. And yeah, I loved the final fight, and I loved, oh, Bart figured out how you defeat them. Cork their blowholes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they didn't say that. It was um, all visually implied. The fight was great, actually. I really like Homer's yeah. line of, we've wiped out entire species before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we've invented the peel and eat shrimp in the glory hole. Yeah, what was oh my that God. about? Uh, hopefully there's another use of the word glory hole that we yeah, don't know about. I assume that's what it is, but I do like that I think it's the only time I've really noticed it. Yeah, for yeah. real. It's just, I have it's just stuck in there. Oh, my head as kids. Yeah, yeah. It might have been edited out of Australian yeah, TV. Yeah, good point, actually. That's a good point. Uh, fight scene, I really liked seeing Apu on the ground getting slapped and slapped and slapped <laughs> and slapped, and his eye goes purple. Yeah. Um, I really like comic book store guy with his head in the car door getting slam, slam, and yeah. then crunch. Pre-Kill Bill, of course. Oh, it was um, great. The getting beaten to death with a bouncy ball as well. That was pretty <laughs> pretty violent. Oh, yeah, Kent oh, Brockman and the right. beach ball. Yeah. Bottle nose bruises, blowhole burns. This is the work <laughs> of no good team. Yeah. Yes. Cancel the prom. <laughs> One thing I didn't like was that weird Italian joke. Mm. Yeah, Once, that didn't Simpsons well. never does the Italian jokes well. Yeah. Intelligent not- Italian, something's wrong. Oh, it's mm. just not good at racism. <laughs> you know who is good at racism? <laughs> Those white polo shirt guys, they get it right on the mark. 
They keep me in stitches. Oh, this shit. is a weird through line for this episode. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Thanks, modern world. And that hits all of my notes for this segment. Oh, the only part we didn't talk about was um right at the very end where they're all like, suddenly they're in the water drowning. Mm. And they're just like, yeah. you know what? I guess we... Gotta, gotta give it to those dolphins. They just wanted it they more. They just wanted it more. Yeah. I like that. It's like, I'm assuming it's like a pseudo football reference to like the Miami yeah, Dolphins. Yeah. And you're like, well, they're the other team. They just wanted it more. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. If you had to rank this segment, what would you rank it uh, starting with Claire? I actually think like around a round of bronze, like a high bronze. It's, high bronze. It's still a good episode and I still enjoyed it. But like I said, I've never loved it. And I don't, I still can't put my finger on why, but. Yeah, mm. that's fair. Fair enough. BT. Yeah. I am on a silver. Silver? Danny? I think I'm going to go Goldig Zirconia again, which is weird because I have that same weird feeling like Claire where I'm just like, I don't know, it's dolphins and military and for some reason, especially as a kid, it just didn't sit right with me. But watching it today, I was just like, wow, the writing and the jokes are just flawless. I cannot fault yep. this one. We are all over the place with our mm. rankings today. This will like, be a really very like... interesting episode to rank. Yeah. yeah. And before we get into the questionnaire, I just want to mention the bit from the previous segment, actually, where Bart's watching the fire in the Brothers Grimm thing. Yeah. And Marge is like, I don't like you watching that fire. It's too uh, violent. And it pops. He's like, ha, ha, ha. Oh, Lisa, mm. you're missing the best bit. <laughs> I thought that was just a really cute thing. <laughs> all right. Quick questionnaire. Play count. How many times before tonight do you think you've seen this episode? Uh, a bunch, a bunch of burning times. Okay, BT? I don't know, 13. <laughs> I'm out of scary numbers now, so. <laughs> yeah, fair yeah, let's say 11, Stranger Things reference. Yep. <laughs> nice. I, I'm going to put this up in the 30s or 40s. Like, this was a treehouse that I particularly uh, feel a lot of love for, actually. Mm. How did they handle the horror? Let's start over here. I think... They had a lot of horror elements. First episode had sort of like a Final Destination vibe to it, which was kind of cool. A uh, second half of it felt like vaguely like, I don't know, Miracle on 34th street sort of like heartwarming drama. Sure. The second episode, not particularly a scary episode, but it's cool, it's cool. Highlighting the scary elements of the Grimms. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, Halloween itself isn't just scary as well. It's it's whimsical. Um, and then the third one, really clever use of other scary movies with the absurdity of the dolphin thrown in the middle of it all. This brilliant yep. juxtaposition. Mm -hmm. I thought it was very cleverly done. Yep. Did you? How do you think I handled it? I like the horror. I like that there was some actual horror in there. You know, there was a little bit of murder and gruesomeness, but it didn't seem over the top uh, like the, the way it tends to be now when they put it in. It, it, it's one that it's more like a what-if machine almost. Yeah. Where it's not necessarily taking horror stories. There are horror, er, horror elements. But again, these are, again, cohesive stories. They make sense. They work. And yeah, I think the little bits of horror pep it in make it Halloween. But what is this number? What is 11. This, 11. Where they pretty much burn most of their tropes. And so mm. they're just kind of experimenting with format and it works. Yep. So, and, yeah. and I do like the last one for being, yeah, kind of a mashup of a bunch of different monster movies. Well, yeah. leading into the parody, we'll start with you. Ah, uh, the third one is a mashup of a bunch of different monster movies. <laughs> and what did you think about the parody of the whole thing? Uh, maybe the reason I don't like the nursery rhyme so much is that I felt like it was a little bit done by the time they got to it. Okay. Yeah, um, I can agree with that. Because I was trying to think, is that something I only think now because I've seen it about 40 more times? But then I'm like, no, mm. even I remember at the time thinking, oh yeah, this is where we're, okay, yeah. we're doing this. Uh, how do you think I have the parody? 
overall quite well, considering they did cut and paste a bunch of different movies together. It was actually pretty seamless. Again, you didn't have to know any of the movies to get the references and to mm. get the jokes that they were making with those references. Yeah, it they was, stood on it their own. It was still funny. And that's what you want to see because the thing that The Simpsons does so well is they do draw on a lot of stuff, which is sort of like today's extra content for <laughs> people who know what they're referencing. Yep. But for children or people who might not have seen that, they still work visually or whichever way they're trying to work. Yeah, or in performance, absolutely. And mm. rounded off, Shag, what did you think of the parody elements of this episode? I really liked the third sequence, the, the, the dolphin one. I really liked it. We didn't even, I barely brushed over the, the, the shot of underneath Lenny's legs in the water. Oh, was yeah. Like, isn't very, that very just Jaws. the yeah. image of Jaws? If you've got one, I mean, there's the shark, of course, but fuck the shark. <laughs> um, like Fonzie in that episode. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whole series really went downhill after yeah. that. <laughs> That's where the phrase comes from. They really oh, fucked the shark on that shit. episode. <laughs> oh, that was great. <laughs> oh my god, I think you broke Elliot. He's very expensive to repair. He's <laughs> in like three shots in the whole movie. Yeah. So, yes or no, would you watch this Treehouse of Horror again? Yeah, I would. Yes. Absolutely. Definitely. If we're putting it in a playlist that's not just Treehouse of Horror, what does it belong in? Freeing animals. Lisa, Lisa's uh, accidentally fucking up the world through good deeds. Yeah. Oh, there, there has been a couple of those. And mm. also free Willy references. Yeah. Yes. Oh, no. Willy crushed our boy. Ugh, what, what a, a mess. mess. <laughs> <laughs> All right, like guys. Get him out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Take him back to SeaWorld. <laughs> That's right. Oh, my God. All the ones where Homer goes to hell are other Treehouse of Horror ones, mm. aren't they? Always. I think there's been a couple of hell references. Sorry, I just need to jump in. There is actually a weird thing with this one and the last one we watched. Mm -hmm. This is a different model of Satan than they used to use in the older episodes. Ah, yeah, yeah. Remember the older one? wiry guy with kind of the goatee version when... Yeah, and he had a bigger head and all Mm. that sort of stuff. Like, it's just weird that they flipped to this more sort of generic devil when the older devil that they used to use had a lot more... The older devil looked like Herman, like a devil Herman. Yeah, Mm. had the voice and everything, except for that one episode when it was Flanders. Let's rank this thing! (laughs) Um, Who did I write that's kicking it off? BT! Sorry, my brains and my guts are in conflict. Because even though the smarts say it should probably be a gold, there's enough here. The intestines are like, no, silver. Maybe it's because I'm a bitter old man spent on destruction. But... um, (laughs) Let me just mull that over in my in my in my no feelings. No, the feelings are certain. The feelings are saying silver. Really? Wow. I just I it's not that anything is particularly bad. It's just I don't think anything really would get me excited if I knew this one was coming on TV. Except okay. for, you know, we're all frightened and horny. Just that <laughs> line, because I really like great. that line. But yeah. uh, other than that, I don't think there's anything in this one that really is like I'd be like, oh sit down, glued to my seat. Yeah, yeah. Wow. All right. And next up is Danny. I'm gonna give it gold high gold like a polished gold mm. i i innately i don't like nursery rhymey fantasy st- uh, uh, f- mm-hmm. fairy tale fairy tale i don't like fairy tale episodes i feel like that as a trope has been done mm-hmm. but not only was this like 20 years back uh, but also they know it was done they weren't the, the, the fairy tale wasn't the point it was yeah. just a plot to, it was a framework to work within same with the dolphin one the dolphins for some reason just didn't mesh with me but i look at this now and the writing is just phenomenal. The, every single line is a really funny joke in the whole fucking thing. Second half of the very first act, I you, you hit and miss. But I think if we sat back down with like 
a ruler <laughs> and a tape measure. This is one we would ruin his TV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so gold for you? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, and I'm giving it a cubic, guys. Hey! <laughs> um, look, when uh, we talk about cubics, we're talking about essential to the Simpsons experience. And Ooh. i got to say, look, Treehouse of Horrors do operate on a different level to mm. the rest of the Simpsons canon. And I honestly think that this is an essential Treehouse of Horror to watch. And I, I love every segment. I thought each one was stylistically writing was all on point i'll happily watch this again and yeah I, i'm I'm just so sold on a cubic claire uh, i'm a silver as well it's just yeah sorry it's okay it's your ranking i i still like really like it but it's it's the sort of thing i like when i'm watching it but i wouldn't seek it out i wouldn't think of it i'd probably think of other treehouse of horrors before it sure yeah that's all I really have to say. I, it's a very solid episode, though. Definitely worth a watch. No worries. Write in with your wankings. <laughs> wankings. <laughs> Damn it. Do Damn not it. write in with your wankings. We do not want them. <laughs> no dick oh. pics, please. All right. And okay, oh. well, this will be a dull gold all around. And what's actually funny is we've got another dull gold that's been ranked cubic gold silver silver. And that's Simple Simpson, the Pie Man episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which has been a point of controversy for a lot of people. <laughs> He's <laughs> talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> did I miss the pie? I, I, mean, I did, didn't I? Yeah, yeah that was me, Bede, Sheridan and Jark. And Sheridan gave it a cubic for some reason. Like, look, albeit it's funny as fuck, but uh, I, I don't know, cubic? <laughs> but, I mean, I guess but that's what you today guys that's are thinking. You. Yeah, I'm the Sheridan now. <laughs> um, <laughs> are you using her name to mean a small... Overly enthusiastic <laughs> ranking. <laughs> that may be the the new the new uh, nomen the nomenclature. New... Thank you. Um, so this will be joining other episodes like Krusty gets cancelled, which we reviewed with Phil recently. Mm-hmm. Oh, Treehouse of Horror X, the Xena one. X. I'm not Xena. I'm Lucy Lawless. Mm. And uh, Good Sand and the Drugly from season twenty. I think that's actually very fair. Dolgold seems yeah. A good place for it. All right, guys. Now we are going to the very start of Treehouse of Horror. (gasps) We are going all the way back to season two and watching Treehouse of Horror 1. We are seeing where it all began, guys. We will be back. Treehouse Origins. I feel pre-nostalgic. Pre-nostalgic, yeah. We are back, and we just watched Treehouse of Horror 1, Season 2, Episode 3. <laughs> as easy as ABC. <laughs> it was first released in October of 1990. It was written by John Schwartzwalder, Jay Kogan, Wallace Wolodowski, Sam Simon, and Edgar Allan Poe. Guys, this was the first Treehouse of Horror. What did you think of it? Without meaning to be too much of a dick, Elliot, this is what a cubic looks like. <laughs> Uh, well, we'll get back to that when we rank this thing. I know. I, I, I was just born mean. <laughs> but no, this is a class act. Mm-hmm. Ah. What does your arm say, dude? It says bucket of flan. <laughs> because I forgot to mention in the last episode that I liked the joke where Homer was at Krusty Burger ordering a donut burger, which is a thing you can get now. Yeah. Of course. Back, I was about to actually wrote that down as a note. I forgot to get to it. Yeah, back in the day when this was an absurd food. Who would want a donut burger? Oh, shit. 
Yeah. It is funny, though, that they make these jokes like, oh, can I get a trunk full of lard? And now you that's just a meal deal at McDonald's yeah. for children. <laughs> <laughs> that's a number five. My favourite joke about the terrible fast food epidemic in America is the one from Parks and Rec, where it's yeah. like, how is this a child size? <laughs> oh, that's actually uh, the size of about a four-year-old child if it was liquefied. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, totally. It's just funny how these Your things water are. has 27 calories. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, guys, Treehouse of Horror 1, this is where it all started. So horror was on top form in this episode, I oh, thought. Absolutely. They had an infinite wellspring to choose from, and they did. They, yeah. And they did so wisely. And the, I like that they didn't do too much. They picked yeah. three stories yeah. they mm. wanted to tell with the theme of the kids telling horror yeah. tales to each other in the treehouse I, I really as well. like that as the meta-narrative here. The framework yeah. in which this episode exists. Because mm. around Treehouse of Horror 5, they dropped the framework. Like, you remember yeah. in 4, it yeah. was... Yeah, they had the paintings and they had a few yep. other bits and pieces. And I, I honestly think that does it a bit of a disservice. I really like mm. that that narrative framework. To give it context as well. Mm. Yeah, there's the context in the greater portion of the show and the characterization of like what's happening with Bart, Lisa, Homer and Maggie at this time. Yep. But I think it also helps focus the episodes because mm. when you do any sort of what ends up being a variety show in the later ones, it, it gets a bit lost sometimes. Yeah, it gives you a clear break from one to the next. Exactly. Mm. This, I thought, was it was just so cute. I'd almost forgotten that this was the episode where Marge comes out and gives the oh, warning yeah. to the viewers. Yeah. Yeah. I wash my hands of this episode. <laughs> like, so Halloween cute. is a time when they burn on just terrible things that are not appropriate for small children on TV, like the next half hour. Yeah. <laughs> children worshipping ghosts. <laughs> it was it was sort of a way for them to have their cake and eat it too, though, mm. with like Marge being the conservative, sort of sensitive yeah. voice of the to Simpsons. To have their warning, but also to get some jokes out of that warning. And to say something as passive-aggressive like, so this has been fair warning so you know all you sensitive people don't write us angry letters yeah, tomorrow yeah. put your belt yeah. children to bed now so you don't write us angry letters tomorrow yeah actually the original treehouse of horrors were a little spooky yeah. like they always you know turned out to be qu quite uh, pleasant at the end or a joke yeah. ending but the the actual episodes themselves were quite creepy yeah what always got to me as a kid is it took the familiar and twisted it into something strange and slightly horrific and mm. that always yeah. freaked me out when i was younger so. Yeah, and, it, and it's more of these things that you have these strong established characters reacting to a haunted house, an alien abduction. As themselves. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, just to talk about the initial framework as well, I love how they establish Homer in this thing. His mm. first line is, I love Halloween. His last is, I hate Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> like... What a way to bookend it. And I actually like, as far as that whole, you know, the warning at the front and, you know, trying not to make it too scary because it is out of their normal framework. Mm. Yeah. At the end, making Homer the one that's frightened. The kids are all in bed and asleep. You yeah. know, those yeah. are the kids that you yeah. identify with. And we've got the da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then there's Homer who doesn't want to sleep with the lights <laughs> off. And I think as a child... Shows how silly it is be... to be frightened of this. Mm. Exactly. Like, I think it was quite a cute... Yeah, drives home the they're just stories mm. kind of thing. And yeah. I love how like Marge is kind of a little condescending. I'm not sleeping with the light on. They're just children's stories. Like he's already explained what happened to yeah. her. <laughs> <laughs> Marge, the kids were telling stories and I like, was a raven. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do want to point one out in between the uh, first and second segment when Bart does the whole "What about this severed finger?" Does like yeah. this, this, oh, the, yeah. the, the, the horror zoom on it? Yeah, yeah. 
yeah. and then just Maggie like casually. Oh, this looks like a fun toy. I really like. Oh, the do- baby yeah. spin. I really like the direction on that. It was very good. Totally. And um, yet, in each of these in between segments, you see Homer outside, like getting engaged and shivering yeah. next to the treehouse, and starts off as a ghost. All what are the kids up to? And then <laughs> the end is. Mm. <laughs> So the first segment, Bad Dream House. Yeah, so a little bit Amityville horror, a little bit poltergeist. So is this, like, again, I'm not as experienced in the film. Uh, it's cool, I am. <laughs> <laughs> is this another one of these ones where they're pulling from a, a bunch of st- different things and, like, making a yeah. horror house amalgam or something? Pretty much, and it is mostly Amityville horror. Uh, the ending with the house flashes in different lights and mm. crushes in mm. on itself is poltergeist. Yep. Uh, so there's a little bit of both. Tiny bit of shining. Uh, yeah, I saw shining. that in Homer and Homer the axe, carrying the yeah. axe and also ancient Indian burial ground. Yeah. 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 And talk about spooky moments when he was carrying that axe and, and Lisa and Bart with the knives. I and, love that. They're just walking yeah. in the background yeah. all just kind of like stiffly <laughs> carrying weapons. I'm in the kitchen, Homer. And yeah. I love that you think she's part of it. Yeah. And she's just making the sandwich because she's Marge yeah. and she's lovely. She would, she would never listen to a voice mm. that's like, they're all against you. Yeah. I, I like the idea that he looked at her and went, nah, too good. Like, <laughs> She's too sweet. I can't do that to her. But even he managed to possess Maggie. Maggie. She's like holding a knife. A oh, little <laughs> Maggie's like probably the, the, the oh, yeah. we you know, know darkest of all of them. Maggie yeah. has a heart of darkness. We know that. <laughs> uh, even outside of Halloween. But um like like what you were talking about with the genuine spookiness, like they layer it really good with the house just subtly at the start going Get Superman out. layers it really good. You layer Damn it well. He got me. <laughs> he got you. There was one earlier on Claire that I missed unfortunately because it was it sucked as it was coming out. <laughs> it was like Superman comes out good. You come out well. Amazing. <laughs> I'm so sad I missed it. It was good. <laughs> Rewind listeners. <laughs> anyway. Um I also like that even though there is a lot of actual scary stuff and the music's scary and the colouring is scary, they're really yeah. clever I with really the colouring. I really love the colouring in this. Yeah. Very, very smart. But they always constantly undercut it with some, like one of the Simpsons being like, yeah. oh man, this place needs a woman's touch. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so cute. I do love uh, Bart's just make the walls bleed. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> the camera angles on all like the wall corners and things mm. as the panelling swells or as the wall moves away or as... Yeah. Yeah, fuck, all the things happen, mm-hmm. um, is really creative and clever. Um, and when Marge yells at the house as well, that's the part which comes out the most where it all goes black. Yeah. And then like slowly mm. seeps back into real color in stages. Amazing. Yeah. I, I actually just love how much agency she has in that moment. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's beautiful. Like all through this segment, she's been saying, Homer, we should leave this place. But no, yeah. she was taking her stand. Oh. Oh. She gets so angry that she says, Shh. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I do love Homer's, it's a fixer upper. It's a It'll be fun. And when, it's all just, yes. and when the uh, house is, Get out. Yeah. Guess it was just the house settling. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> and I like the Vortex joke as well. Hey, stop throwing your garbage in our dimension. Yeah, which now feels a little played out, but I think at the time would have landed much more originally. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. No, I, I, do, I remember it being very funny yeah, back then. I do really like um, when it's talking to Bart. He's, they are all against you. Is, are you my conscience? Uh, <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like foreshadowing the Homer telling Flanders to kill people joke. Yeah. Oh, but done so much more eloquently. And one that has stuck with me through the years is Lisa. Lisa, the butcher knife, Lisa. <laughs> oh, yeah. So fucking creepy. I know. And this is what they nailed about the horror in this, right? Mm. Yeah. And 
you know, they're doing a classic ancient Indian burial ground story, and yeah, when yeah, they yeah. do the focus on the Indian burial ground, <laughs> like Pocahontas, and like, <laughs> this place yeah. has everything, and Mahatma Gandhi, <laughs> not oh. even the right India. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the um the phone call he has with the oh, real estate man. agent. Yeah. Oh, oh, you didn't tell me it was on an ancient Indian burial ground. Well, that's not my <laughs> recollection. He says he mentioned it several times. <laughs> yeah. It's, Four or five times. <laughs> but that was like a good, like, because in the earlier days, this was the flawed patriarch yeah, thing. Yeah. And this is showing, like, him being talked down from, <laughs> from like, angry rage. You didn't tell us this. Maybe you did. <laughs> I. Uh... Family, I've got a confession. He yeah. did. <laughs> I also like when he gets angry. Like he's trying to convince Marge, convince Marge, convince Marge. He's, it's not a few dollars; it's a few thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, like, floats up the ceiling. It's like oh, high ceiling. Yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, no, I think I really, really like when the the house is just running through. It's like your eyes will burst, <laughs> your guts will swell, and some horrible stuff. Yep, maybe again. your brains. <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's yeah. almost yeah. running out of ideas. <laughs> I don't have to entertain you. <laughs> I, I think what I noticed about the early ones is that each little story had its own wave, uh, you know, of of horror specifically. Like it, they yeah. did have the beginning, middle, and end, but they actually had the escalation of horror towards yeah. the middle of the story, and then the de-escalation. Mm. Uh, and it even happens just to jump ahead in the Edgar Allan Poe ones, because even though Bart's interjecting throughout pretty much the whole thing, mm. he interjects a lot more at the beginning, and then there's the finish where it's sort of going, oh, that wasn't even scary, you know, yeah. Yeah, and make a joke the... about it. But then there's that little portion, a very short portion in the mm. middle, which they actually try to make creepy, and they do yeah. it very well. I think from, uh, you know, it would be scarier than nothing, anything. Mm. I don't think he speaks from there until the end. So, mm, mm. Uh, Except for Eat My Shorts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it does. It makes the framework seem that much more important and intrinsic to the story. And as Lisa definitely. said, he's establishing mood. <laughs> so, anything else you want to say about this segment? I just really love the color changes, like when the house is yeah. breathing and it yeah. changes. Yeah. I kind of want to see horror movies do that a bit more for it being something off, but without overdoing anything. It's just a little bit. I'm uncomfortable with this. That's really why I liked. Who was in it? And what was about? Uh, trying to decide if it was the Japanese ring or the Japanese grudge because it was set in daytime and mm. it was bright blue skies and things yep. and they and they sort of used that to subvert the tro- the horror tropes of you know yeah, the, yeah the that's gloom and the a night. very interesting part of Japanese horror is a lot of it can happen at any time it, once you're kind of cursed and once it's following you you don't have to be in a location yeah. for it to happen yeah. it mm-hmm. just it's it's with you now I distinctly remember uh, although this was the American remake I believe mm. of the grudge and the grudge, wasn't it's it? yeah and it was the bus scene so it's the middle yeah. of the day everything's light and bright and yeah. everything yeah. and she looks and in it's the reflection, reflection of the bus yeah. it's that so scared much. the shit out of me because it's the daytime is supposed to be oh. your safe zone exactly. yes. you know? and um. you don't expect it then and yeah perfect yeah. that really really gets you it's a great and so your eyes have gotten used to this whole palette that's coloring the scene and then mm-hmm. all yeah. shifts yeah exactly like I'm not used to being scared of this color palette <laughs> yeah, that's it. Even Fuck. still in the daytime, you can just have that absurd out of place juxtaposition. Anyway, it's I think a great they had that use of color as well with the the soccer ball, as you know, Ugh. and the little boy goes. Anyway, sorry, I have got to see this movie. You actually should, but it's sh- like we have to have and a sleepover to protect me afterwards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think it's I think it's in the Japanese one where she's walled up all the walls with like newspaper, and then like tears a little corner off, and you can see the ghost out of it. And that's light from outside becoming scary to the dark inside. Mm-hmm. So it's a good example of yeah light becoming the the fear Mm -hmm. amazing
amazing. The last things I want to say about this segment is how emo the house gets after Marge uh, talks it down. Just leave me alone. <laughs> what are you afraid? Are you afraid of loving you? Oh, Lisa, shut up. Fuck off, mom. <laughs> and I still love the, the really ambiguous line, life with the Simpsons. What choice do I have? <laughs> it just implodes. You can't mm. help but feel a little rejected. <laughs> yeah. I really like that Lisa line. Totally. Not even a haunted house mm. wants us. All right. So if you were to rank this segment, what would you rank it starting PT? Cubic Saconia. Claire pick? I mean, Claire? Yeah, I think I could go for Cubic for this one. I gotta put. I, th- I feel like I'm going to put it somewhere between a gold and a cubic. Sure. Like, I, in a way, I think the whole episode sits there for me. I'm not sure just yet because we're going to talk it out. Yeah, that's fair. But... It hasn't got that really like tight sense of pacing that some of the real cubicy cubics do. Mm-hmm. Okay, but it's just beautiful to behold. I I kind of agree with you. There there is a little not quite all the way there. But if I was to fall on the fence, I would say cubic. All right. So the next segment, hungry are the damned. Mm. Yeah. So uh, these take- titles are actually so much better to say in a horror voice oh, than. Yeah. Dial D for diddly. Yeah, if you ever want to, <laughs> if you ever want to practice your horror voice, that's the way you go. Yeah, dial D so for th- diddly. <laughs> so hungry are the damn. This is our alien abduction story. What do you guys think of this thing? Uh, probably the weakest one, but I still quite enjoy it. Oh really? Yeah. Sorry, just quick note. Mm. Um, it is based off an old Twilight Zone episode called yeah. To yeah. Serve Man. Yeah, I actually I had a trivia night with mm-hmm. us and a bunch of friends where I was like, "What's this Treehouse of Horror part referencing?" And I picked like <laughs> seven that were all Twilight Zone references. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, there's, there's a, a lot of them. Fun game for you, Simpsons trivia hosts. I, but anyway, bringing it back to the color palette thing, I love the wash of green when yeah, mm. as the as the saucer just like flies over them. There's this great just like pan in on Lisa's eyes, I yeah. think. Mm. Um, that that I don't know what the camera thing is called. Dolly in, me perhaps. The, the dolly in, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. because the background's moving at a different speed to give more yeah, focus yeah. Oh, to the, the character. The, the, the zoom in while you pan out. Yeah. 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 Crazy. Really well done. To do it with Very animation smooth. as well. Yeah, but yeah. to do it on each of the Simpsons and then have Homer wondering, hey, family, your burgers are going cold at what? what You've the? been working on your Homer voice. <laughs> Early Homer, yeah, very different That's voice. just my eating with my mouthful voice. <laughs> <laughs> I do like Homer's uh, oiling up the barbecue pit beforehand. Yeah, yeah. And something they call back to in Lisa the Vegetarian, mm-hmm. except mm-hmm. that one went for like twice as long. <laughs> yeah. Got to double down. Um, yeah. He turns on the fly zapper and then there's this... Oh, <laughs> hey, that's a big mama. <laughs> See, I'm good at like season one, Homer. Let's get some frosty chocolate milkshakes. Nice. <laughs> that was great. Mm. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah, this is like the first time we meet Kang and Kodos properly in The Simpsons. I'd forgotten about the explanation of the language as yeah. well. <laughs> I did love that. So fucking oh, like you... such a cop out and still yeah. so funny. Oh, you speak English. But I guess no. this was written at a time when they'd still care, like, oh, what if someone thinks this? Yeah, and it's not scientifically impossible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By astonishing coincidence, yeah. both our languages are exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, 
Uh, I, I love the playfulness of the aliens yeah. as well. Uh, just yeah. a really quick yeah. joke as well of everyone getting tractor beamed up, but Homer needs two tractor beams. Yeah, oh. yeah. that stuck with me. That's, yeah. that's yeah. always been that's one of timeless. those fun jokes. And see, this doesn't feel to me like uh, punching down on Homer because he is fat sort of joke. This is like, this is sort of the concessions you have to make for someone in this situation. Like buying him two airplane tickets. And again, yeah. it, was <laughs> a, it was a show don't tell. They didn't grind to a halt and go, hmm, we're going to need more power for this yeah. one. He must yeah. have had a few donut burgers. He was eating at the time, you know. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't even stopping. I like that he was so chilled out. Everyone else screams as they get pulled up, and he's just like... He's still eating his sloppy dough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's, I really love how overtly they play into making the aliens look like they're going to eat them. Yeah. Um, all the double meanings. Yeah. 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 All the, they're always slobbering. Your they're giving them food. Is and, quite a dish. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <They're>, eat up. <laughs> it's just amazing. Um, weighing them. Yeah. As yeah. Well. Weighing them. Take all that you want and eat all that you take. <laughs> you only have that slobbering. Mm. I'm trying to, but for me to do it properly, I'd have to cut out my tongue. Well, don't do Beautiful. That. <laughs> uh, I really like, in, just speaking on that, there's a great cut when they get fed the second time and they uh, lift up the platters and it just reveals Homer's head and then re- lifts yeah, up the other one. Yeah. It reveals Marge's head. No shit, I never no- I didn't yeah, notice it's a, that. It's a very quick, sneaky little cut, but it's very good. And they're like, oh, you know, why don't we ever see you eat shink? Oh, you know, we are. <laughs> We wouldn't want to spoil our appetite for the Great Feast. Which just, I quietly really like the idea there's a race that only speaks in ominous tones. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Our language is exactly like yours, except everything sounds ominous. There'll be plenty of time to chew the fat later. (laughs) 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 Oh, that's not laughter in our language. (laughs) I kind of want to integrate that into my life. Just be like, well, thanks for coming around tonight, guys. I'll... See you later. (laughs) (laughs) He says that at the end of every dinner party. (laughs) (laughs) Start integrating it. I also like that Lisa's like, something's not right, but she doesn't actually say what she thinks is wrong. It's left up to the audience to, Mm. you know, follow her train of thought. But yeah, she does that. Like, it's just like, you know, them making these, you know, sort of puns essentially. Yeah. Yeah. And her looking at them while everybody else scoffs at their food, not just scoffs like, ha ha. Scoff your food. I really liked the weighing them scene. First off, that's way menacing. And then, like, (laughs) They're looking at how chubby Bart's gotten, and they're like, oh, pretty good. And then Homer gets on, they're like, whoa, 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 look at the size of that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> I loved the evergreen joke that they made when we're like, this cable television is excellent, and it's got a million channels from a million galaxies. Do you get HBO? No, that costs extra. And the reveal with the book, I feel like it's uh, the dusty book thing has been done a million times, but trying to keep it in the context of the early 90s, like this was a great bit. It's also, yeah, a lift from the Twilight Straight from the episode. In the episode, uh, they have trouble translating the title, but they can start translating their language. And when the hero is getting on because they've been promised such delights in the other world, like, no, stop, I've translated it. It's a cookbook. (laughs) That's pretty good. Mm. Very 50s. That's oh, beautiful. There's still more space dust. <laughs> Actually, one space thing I... Space dust. <laughs> you get the, the triple reveal. I really like this. Yeah. 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 I liked also the little forethought for them to open their... The um, hatch. Oh, the hatch. hatch. to blow. Because <laughs> like, then a, why are they wearing the fucking helmets, of course? To hold the drool in. <laughs> it's all about the drool. I actually think it's the humidity for them. 
That makes they sense. Seems, they seem I slimy. Suppose. You know, they, yeah, they yeah. produce they their They wanted mucus. to uh, make a comfortable environment for their humans, mm-hmm. set the oxygen level so they didn't have to wear space helmets. Nice. nice. Those also, are some considerate Maybe aliens. it's like an uh, alien hairnet, you know, for preparing the food. <laughs> they don't want to drool in the food. Oh. Drool net, yeah. Drool yeah. net, and they just wore them forever. <laughs> Serac the preparer which they said before if you want to say my name you'd have to cut out the tongue well uh, hey 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 none of the humans said Serac the preparer yeah it's also that's that's like the English translation of Serac the preparer also I haven't got a tongue Mm. (laughs) fun fact now I like how Serac the preparer is holding a tissue up to the panel of his (laughs) up to the glass of his helmet he should have just opened his hat his line of um this will give the humans a delicious flavor. Yeah. I mean, who says that to themselves when they're cooking? I'm going to start saying ominous things. <laughs> oh, amazing. I like the idea that they were actually using a cookbook for 40 humans to feed the five yeah. Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> he was just dividing the recipes by eight. That sounds like maths. <laughs> And I like how when Homer's like, so the whole family are convinced that the aliens are going to eat them and Homer's still yelling at them with a mouthful of pork ribs. (laughs) (laughs) No one. No one. I want what he's eating. That sounds Uh, delicious. No, right. Oh, radish rosettes. They're very hard to make. They're an intelligent (laughs) species. species. (laughs) Yep. I really like, poor Serac walked his fingers to the bone. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly. I slaved for days for you people. And when they get You're not dropped... the only ones with feelings, you know. <laughs> Each of these had an emo ending. Oh, they did, right? <laughs> I really liked the line when they're getting dropped back and they're being like chastised by the yeah. aliens. Yeah. Like, for an advanced race, they really rub it in. <laughs> like... mm. Actually, my big sticking point on this is really Lisa irks the shit out of me because she's like... She's all poetic and like, oh, truly there were monsters on that ship and we were them. It's like, no, it was you. You, <laughs> you could have said, I'm really sorry, guys. I kind of fucked that up for us. But no, you didn't. You're all like, oh, we were the monsters all along. But that's <laughs> such a Lisa thing to do. And then it's yeah. immediately cut into by Marge going, see, this is what we mean when we say you are too smart for your own good. <laughs> that is so dark. Yeah, Lisa. <laughs> yeah, Way to ruin paradise lot, for us. <laughs> Does anyone else have anything else to say about this section? It fits with the theme of Lisa accidentally ruining things by trying to make them better. Hey! Hey. There we go. Two or three hours of horrors in that playlist. I was going to say, there's a colour shift when she holds up the book and then uh, Kang Okotos is then standing behind her and everything Mm. changes colours. Yeah. It's very cool. Yeah, they really played with the animation in a spectacular Mm. way in this episode and in this segment. You think of the lower budget they would have had back then. I feel like they do so much more creative things with it. Yeah. Like what they do. Yeah, when they have the limitations. Yeah. I mean, they do a lot with HD that makes it look great. However, I don't feel like they always use it in an intelligent way. Does that make sense? No, Mm. absolutely. Because I think with the HD era, they put more of the the animation into like extra movements. And that's not really what you see the Simpsons do. It's like, the, the impressive stuff comes from the set dressing mm. and the stylistic mm. stuff of it all. <laughs> Hi, Sean Connery. I've got a tennis game at tennis. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So if you were to rank, the, what do they call it? Hungry. If you were to hungry, rank. Hungry, hungry hippos. Hungry are the damn. If you were to rank that, what would you rank it? Um, I'm at a Gilva. Yeah, I'm sitting about there as well. Yeah, I'm going to leave it at Gilva for the moment. It's just likes a bit of jokes. Yeah, I'd say this was a gold bick. Goldbic Zergoldium. Um, <laughs> gold Zirconia? Well, I mean, I agree with them. I, it's Gilver. It's sort of lacking a little uh, punch or something, but stylistically, it's amazing. Why you Goldbic Gerbovigar? 
I think just talking about it here, I felt a lot more impressed with its use of tension and mm. foreshadowing and a lot of camera angles and things that, that were really funny. I, I really liked that the whole way through. Maybe, maybe just it was a little more like tongue-in-cheek the whole time. Very Twilight. Twilight Zone is yeah. never really like scary so much as it is just like strange tales of the of yeah, the sci- str- strange fiction yeah. yeah in reflection i kind of want to bump this to a gold because i'm thinking about it now and this is the one that survives entirely on its tension alone there's n- this is the least violent treehouse of horror i think yeah there is. Mm. yeah like all they do is eat lunch <laughs> everything else is just ideas the whole point is that it's not scary but it makes you think it is anyway Pretty much. The Simpsons, get, Simpsons invited get invited to, l- to lunch yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to a lovely garden party. Marge eats radish rosettes. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, the last segment of this is The Raven. Mm-hmm. And holy fuck, I don't know where to start. Can someone else start? No, this is, I wrote down 1 billion percent. Yeah. Wow. This has actually got my least notes out of everything because I don't know the words that he said. <laughs> Once upon a midnight That's, weary, as I slumbered, being weak and weary. That was actually one of my uh, almost negative points, I suppose, about it. Is unless you know the poem, the way that Homer, the uh, when he mm. gets angry, the way yeah. he speaks and he mutters or mumbles and deadens the words, it means it's very hard to follow along with everything he says. Some of it yep. gets lost. It's not such an issue because the meaning is still there, the the visuals are still there to help you, but. The voice acting, mm. while amazingly emotive, it's not clear. I agree with that, but I also will take that for a sacrifice of things like take thy beak from out thy height and take thy form from off thy door. I think door. that one line, mm. the, when he said it both times, first off, it felt so much like Homer, like he was saying, get over here, bud, boy, uh, take thy, take that beak from out, out thy heart <laughs> from and take thy form from out the door. See, from out the heart. Oh, it's so Homer. But see, that's the thing. We remember that line because we can hear that line. It's all the other shit that happened before. Yeah, there are it, a few lines before where that where like, it is a bit that? hard to hear. Yeah. But so that's my only downside. But as a child, did not matter because you're not going to follow the entire poem mm, when you're mm. five years old anyway. No, this is old. more that you understand what's going on because yes. of the visual clues, the context, things like I noted down the seraphims bit because mm-hmm. like that really threw me off. I'm like, what the fuck Seraphim is it all about? Swinging a secret sensor. But it was all about establishing the mood. And, mm-hmm. you know, this is a poem from a different time. And I gotta say, like, as far as vocal performances go, I felt Homer doing this. And it made me think, mm. why don't Simpsons do, like, a, a Shakespeare fucking direct lift? Well, that's or... something I only really appreciate on this viewing is how amazing a risk to do Definitely. a cl- classic word literature for word. word for word in their second season and their first Halloween episode. But also to have Bart undercutting it the whole time. Mm. Quoth the Raven, eat my shorts. Yep. So a lot of visual references to Poe's other works. So yes. We, I only saw this time and you picked it out. He's got a cask, uh, he's got a little mug next to him, which is the cask, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, cask of Amontillado, which is a, a name of an Edgar Allan Poe short story where he 
Your man tempts another man to his death, saying, oh, I got the cask of the good stuff, the Amontillado. Oh. Uh, he drops House of Usher, Pit and Pendulum, and Telltale Heart on his head. Mm-hmm. And uh, and there's also the actual bust of Poe in the study. In, mm-hmm. That's yeah. one of the first yeah. shots as well. So there's lots of different references. Yeah. yeah. You're talking about the angles in the haunted mm-hmm. house before the angles in this yeah. one. Yes. Everything's yeah. elongated and distorted a little bit. It's all in purple. Bookshelves, like, like stretching and curving up. The curtains and the breeze. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The undershot of the raven. Oh, the shot of him hitting his head and the raven's just circling. Doing a little uh, Warner Brothers Tweety Bird yeah. thing. And see, that's how you Beautiful. drop Warner Brothers in something. You don't do a whole Wiley e. Coyote skit. You just have that little taste. Mm. The little taste. Mm. Amazing. It is really amazing seeing a show done bad and done well in this mm. way. It's. Mm. Uh, we do it. You guys should all do your own podcast, guys. This is really fun. <laughs> <laughs> but not about Simpsons. That's our territory. Stay off our turf, motherfucker. We will shake you. Stay off the you. west side. <laughs> <laughs> what else have you guys got to say about The Raven? It feels like we haven't even scratched the surface. Well, it's just a great example of taking your classic literature, doing it word for word, but also puncturing on all these visual jokes. Until the, you know, why you literally tries to choke the raven. You know, it actually really ties into the Simpsons characterizations of Homer being the flawed patriarch and Bart being, like, mm-hmm. somewhat antagonistic. Yeah. Mm. I also like the the context that it was in in the grand scheme of the Treehouse of Horrors. Mm. Yeah. Lisa's um, reading the story. Exactly. And it's like, oh, is that a school book? Don't worry, Bart. You're not going to learn anything. <laughs> and I like it as a Bart and Lisa thing that even though he's clearly fucking bored throughout the whole thing, he's yeah. still playing along and he says his line of nevermore. You yeah. know, he yeah. agrees, all right, I'll only see nevermore, you know. Yeah. yeah. And then on the other side where he's like, uh, that wasn't very scary. It's like, oh, well, it was written in 1886. I guess people were easy to scare back then. Yeah. <laughs> I like they liken it to a Friday the 13th one yeah. <laughs> as well. I quite liked how smoothly they managed to work in narration and conversation in the same cuts. Mm, definitely. Like, I think almost any other situation where you've got a narrator and audio lines by the cast, it always feels very stilted or like there's always the fourth wall bit where someone says something to the, and the narrator's like, well, hey, I'm just doing my job here. And yeah, I'm just narrating. Yeah, and they managed to have these really quick like interspersions between quoth the raven, <coughs> quoth the raven, nevermore, quoth the raven, nevermore, and it yeah. flows really mm. seamlessly. That was really impressive to a- me. And also to bring it back to the whole, this is a horror episode of a comedy show thing, and then something really suspenseful happened. Mm. This better be good. <laughs> <laughs> Infinite props to James L. Jones on this one. And Definitely. that's the thing. It was actually his rec- reciting of the poem mm. was very, very amazing. Like, it was yeah. it was spooky. It was just... Yeah. He sped up as it got to yeah. the climax and really drove the tension. Definitely. Mm. Uh, this is just stylistically brilliant. And having James L. Jones, mm. what a brilliant choice because... That deep, resonating tone. I mean, there is a reason we have paid tribute to him on so many episodes of The Simpsons Index. Yeah. And we love a- you, James L. Jones. J.E.J. We love you, James L. Jones. James L. Jones. <laughs> yeah, it's not just the voice, it's the performance, you know, when he's yeah. got to... Yeah. Filled me, thrilled me with fantastic terrors never felt before. It's like, ooh, <laughs> tell me more. <laughs> yeah, the poetry of the whole thing tied in, and it didn't feel detached from The Simpsons, which is... Um, oh, they definitely Simpsonsized it, yeah. Yeah, and I just love how much this segment has resonated with people over the years. I have seen more reference to The Raven, The Simpsons than I have... The Raven, The Raven, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. If you were to rank this segment... Diamond, Stud, and Cubic. Yeah, I think so as well. Yeah, me too. 
Uh, I would go with gold. Why? Why have you chosen to be wrong, Claire? There, I know. There needs to be more <laughs> fart jokes. Yeah, you know, I just, if they just farted the whole way through instead mm, of reciting mm, like a boring mm. poem. Oh, can I change look, my vote? <laughs> no, look, I still stand by the fact that as much as I love it, I find that Homer's voice acting necessarily emotional, but it does lose some of the actual ability to hear the mm. words <laughs> you know and i feel like that's a major flaw for me i mean if if you're reciting a poem even if it is you know in the context of a cartoon mm. and you can't hear the words which are already in an older old english it loses a tiny bit for me and i can't say that it's perfect no, that's fair it's very good it is very good <laughs> but it's not a cubic for me no, that's fair enough. Um, yeah, sorry. Well, yeah, it's got your ranking. It's, yeah, that's it. I'm never being invited back, am it I? Could be, <laughs> hey, it could be totally perfect, but you can't hear it. Then what's it worth? Mm. So, all right, we'll do a short questionnaire before we rank this thing. Play count. How many times before tonight do you think you've seen this episode? Never more. I uh, mean, like <laughs> fifty. <laughs> Claire. Heaps, 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 heaps. Yeah, I haven't got a witty answer, but I am going to see it again and again. I've seen it before and before. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's a lot, people. Horror. How did you think they handled the horror elements Oh, beautifully. Of this? Like I said, thinking back on the second, the uh, Hungry Other Damned, the fact that it was all done through tension and mm. not through any kind of visual really impresses me. So, yep. It was genuinely spooky in parts. Uh, it was very creatively uh, handled. The visual of the colours, the music that they chose, mm. the angles of the shots, they really put thought into what they were doing in every single scene and I think they pulled it off really well. Yeah, as far as the horror goes, I just need to reiterate the scene where the family Simpsons have all got the knives. That was fucking terrifying. It yeah, was, I was scary. Mm. I was going to say, what's resonated between both of us to this day is the butcher knife, Lisa. Yeah. Just the, the tone and the, uh, yeah. Totally. And even, even Edgar Allan Poe as well. That whole mm. poem, that whole scene, I remember it being oh, yeah. quite scary. It was quite scary. There was a ghost there. Uh, I think it was great how... Each one was three sort of different definitions of horror. It was looking mm. at three different uh, ideas of oh. what horror were. Yeah. First one with the knives and the haunted house and oh well, and the violence, the supernatural, and the blood everywhere and the oh, walls bleeding. Yeah, horrifying. And then the second one with the tension in of the will they, won't they? Are we all doomed? And and are there are the, the, the aliens? Almost aren't the, the point there. It's the mm. suspense. Mm. You and know? also the true horror being our own lack of humanity. Yeah, yeah, mm. existential Very horror. Very introspective. Um, and then the third one, of course, being the chill gothic horror, mm. where it's almost a conceptual horror. It, it's emotional, psycho it's a psychological horror of existence. And it was done through striking darkness, you know, just the emptiness of the world and the soul. And the action there is almost irrelevant to his despair. It's a it's yeah. a horror of despair. I think they really established the mood. Absolutely. Now, how did it, the episode function as a parody? I've got to say it didn't, because eh? all three of them were more homages than yeah, parodies. Yeah, I was going to say that none of them are directly like, even though they have the influence, I wouldn't say they're directly parodies of. Mm. Like with the first one, because we said you know it's a lot of haunted house tropes and movies. Yes, there's definitely some Amityville, there's definitely some Poltergeist. It didn't feel like they were making fun of them. Feel it doesn't like feel like pull, a parody. Yeah, they're not pulling note from note, the, the plot line. Like, okay, The Shinnin, for example, you know what that's parodying, even though it pulls some stuff from yeah. up elsewhere. It's like it's teasing The Shining, you know, yeah. whereas this one is like 
like clapping politely at how impressive the Amityville was and the, yeah. the Raven. Oh, yeah. oh, we love the Raven. And even though Hungry Are the Damned are definitely lifted from To Serve Man, it's not terribly well known. And they do, again, they don't follow the same beats because in Twilight Zone, they were going to eat them. Yeah. Uh, whereas this this has the shock reveal, reveal, the reveal. The 40 humans. Mm. I don't, I, I think, I think they were parodies. Uh, it's certainly fair the first to say two. I agree with the whole homage sort of thing. Definitely the Raven was like a direct parody, mm. but also it wasn't because it was using the exact words. Yeah. Paramage, as you say. Yeah. <laughs> Another twerge by Elliot J. O'Neill. Paramage. It's a parody and an homage. References Tenacious D. I suppose this would and go... And Dewey Cox. <laughs> I suppose it would go into... How much do you have to be making fun of something before it's a parody? You can mm. still parody something while honoring it, I think. Yeah. I feel like th- certainly the first two, for me, not so much the last one. It didn't didn't click as so much of a parody. That felt um, a lot more like an homage. Yeah. yeah. Or a retelling of sorts mm. more than anything else. But the first two definitely had parody elements. I mean, the joke about the, ooh, what's this hole in the wall? You know, yeah, like yeah. that was they a joke about that. Lines. They had punchlines, but the especially the house one, I remember there was punchlines all through yeah. for various yeah. things. I, I mean, the, the story as a whole had mm. a punchline of the house killing itself rather than <laughs> hanging out with the Simpsons. So I do feel there was quite a good parody element, not quite the same way that they parody later in late seasons, but... Mm. I think it was well done. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. And respectful. Uh, like It's like definitely. how Scream is a parody compared to how Scary Movie is a parody. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, that's fair. that makes totally. sense. Okay. Way to call it. <laughs> Boom. Yes or no? Yes. 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 Totally. Yes. What playlist are we putting it in? Good Simpsons episode. <laughs> uh, spooky House has put it where Marge is re- uh, the real estate agent who uh, sells the murder yeah. house. Yeah. <laughs> and there is another one where they sleep in a house for Mr. Burns as well, isn't there? There's a quick joke at the beginning of some episode where it's like, you must spend the night in the haunted house. Smash cut to next morning. Ah, best night's rest I ever had. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the only guest star for this was James Earl Jones, and he was the... And that was all they needed. What a guest star. Narration of the Raven, and also the uh, removalist guy as well. Mm-hmm. And the house, and the voice of the third alien. I don't, I don't think he was the house. He wasn't the house. He wasn't the house? I'm pretty sure he was the house. Mm, no. no, James Earl Jones all down here. The house was more up here. Uh, he well, he was he was definitely the third alien. Let's rank this thing, Claire. Oh, you're not gonna like me for this. It's going gold. I'm sorry. I don't care. It's your ranking. Gold is still what. good. Yeah, it's still good. And but I expect <laughs> you to justify it. <laughs> okay. I realized earlier that my pattern is cubics for basically everything in the first three seasons, mostly. And then, like, as they get further on and I've watched them less, I give less of a shit about them. Mm-hmm. So, mm. uh, But what classifies as necessary compared to very, 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 very good? This is yep. an incredibly well done episode and I would definitely recommend it for everyone. But I don't think you need it to understand The Simpsons. I think it's still yep, so. Uh, yeah. it's so different from their other ones. I don't I don't know. I can't I just it's a gold. It's a gold. That's and I fair don't know enough. why. And my ranking is cubic and look, I don't like to make the argument you need to check this out for posterity, you know. You need to start here because this is where they started, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the first tree house of art, so of course you gotta watch the first. No, um but I think there is something unique to the Simpsons experience that you need to watch in here, and that's why my vote's cubic. But I get the gold standing because it's actually not the most well-realized Treehouse of Horror, which mm. you've probably pinned down because it's the first, but it's also amazing because they mm. are making some 
some really risky choices. Yeah. They are making some... Doing the episode at all. Absolutely. Mm. It they're is making, so clever. It yeah. is. And they're making some very bold animation choices, yeah. which... Yeah. Man, put it in the context of 1990, and it does like make it go holy fuck. Like, <laughs> but also I understand, but that's not my ranking. That mine's a cubic. Uh, mm. Danny, you're next. I could almost go gold as well, sort of, but I think I feel like a cubic episode. Mm. He said, "Don't rank it because of its cultural significance and its historical value." But as soon as you say those things, you want to change your ranking to cubic, right? <laughs> I think it's really important part of The Simpsons because it did spawn decades of Treehouse of Horrors. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this is when it wasn't part of an on-running gag. This was them making a really bold choice, you know, being really brave and trying something totally different in their second season when they could still... They're not a success by your second season, you know? Definitely. They're, it's, they're still a risk that Fox are taking or whatever. Especially because Treehouse of Horrors, they air earlier in the season, like... It's episode three. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. This is... I mean, they've been around for a year and a half. That, um, Aww, little baby Simpsons. I know. <laughs> Even in their first couple of seasons, they did like the war one with all those like war re- movie references and things. So they are tr- they do try things that were inventive and creative, especially back then. But this is such a departure from everything they've done, and so early on, and yet it's still done, filled with references, filled with highbrow intelligence, mm. uh, filled with camera angles and mm. color use of color, and cre- yeah, is so really creative and used as a as a tension and to su- to push their horror and their thriller and their suspense and and don't cry it's okay <laughs> bt picture if you will a scary <laughs> door you open it with the key of imagination behind it is a cubic zirconia look i do understand where you're coming from claire in the sense that in terms of Simpsons episodes, as possibly the world's only Simpsonic professor, this, <laughs> this episode does not contain any highly quotable moments or anything that is really a but Simpsons essential. It's still going in the Simpsonian. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Simpsonian Museum forever. But for me, yeah, look, I think Bad Dream House is fantastic. Mm. And I think The Raven is absolutely iconic. Even if you don't get a lot of quotes or anything out of this, I think it is still just a fantastically perfect episode. Not perfect, but fantastic. Yeah, mm. Highly deserving of all the praise I can possibly lump upon it. For me, that's a cubic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and it's actually something that I actually like that you said gold, because we're not allowed to split our rankings, but I'd say Dog Cubic Zirconia is actually a pretty good reflection of what there, this there episode are is. There higher yeah. places to yeah. go from here. And as a dull cubic zirconia, it'll be joining such episodes as seasons one's Krusty Gets Busted, Three Men in a Comic Book, uh, Bart oh. Gets an Elephant, uh, Sweet Home Diddly Dum Doodly, where the Simpson kids go to live with Flanders. Oh, such a good one. We all reviewed Lisa's Date with Density, right? Oh, yeah. I think so. I was the one that made it dull. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you. Genius, I know. <laughs> now say it in Ralph's voice. I was the one who made it dull. <laughs> that really just sounds like you made it really boring. <laughs> yeah. Um, in March, we twa- uh, twast. <laughs> I'm doing my best Jonathan Wass impression then. In March, we trust the Listen Lady episode, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Simpsons spin-off showcase, Cartridge Family, HOMR. Yeah, this is up there. Yeah, yeah. It's in very good it, company. But there are a couple that just stand out even brighter. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think, as I've probably said every other time that I've had to argue between gold and cubic zirconia in my own head, 
I think with that difference, it's a purely gut feeling. It's yeah. how yeah. you feel about the episode because they're both basically creme de la creme of Simpsons. However, it's what you instinctually feel about the episode, what yeah. your connection yeah. is to it. Absolutely. How many times have we said, uh, you know, the guts are saying this? Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, guys, that has been the third Treehouse of Horror. Claire, thank you for joining me in the spooky studio. Thank you for having me. Thank you, BT. You'll never be rid of me. <laughs> <laughs> You'll keep haunting this place forever. And thank you, Danny. They said the studio could hold me. Oh, I can't do it. <laughs> now time to return to the crypt. <laughs> guys thank you and that has been treehouse of horror the third and that's all the mustard in the haunted house thank you for checking out the simpsons index podcast don't forget to go to www.thesimpsonsindex.com for the spreadsheet and information about upcoming episodes And for today's extra content. Uh, all right. Uh, all right. All right. All right. Goodbye, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Is it too loud when I do this? No. No. It's Is not it loud. too loud when I do this? Yes. Go away, Daniel. Oh, really? Oh. I'm working on my, like, movie announcer voice. It is quite loud, though. You've got working on my movie announcer voice. I'm gonna start like a movie phone or like a trailer. This summer. There we go. One man. Yeah. A pile of donuts. And a record scratch. (laughs) (laughs) Prepare for a wacky time. Okay. Yep. He's gonna find out scratching records isn't all it's scratched up to (laughs) be. It was the beating of the terrible fucking blinky heart. Oh, that didn't work as well it as It was I'd the planned. farting of the terrible butthole. Hooray. <laughs> Such a terrible And butthole. now we're in Poe territory? What the hell? Well, it was like a Simpsons yeah, Halloween no, throwback. No, no, no. When, when Halloween episodes used to be Also good. about an episode where the killer cracks under the pressure. You mean when the killer, when the killer cracks, cracks one? one. Uh, <laughs> hey! Simultaneous comedy, baby. Oh. <laughs> Remember to high five into the microphone, so the people, at, so the people at home can. There we go. Snorky talk, man. Snorky talk podcast. Mm. <laughs> and now you're back with Snorky talk podcast. <laughs> Today, why humanity is terrible is to go back to the ocean. I want to go back to the ocean. It's been such lovely weather. Mm-hmm. And how to protect your blowhole. Whoa. (laughs) You filth wizard. You smut monger. Before someone uses their slingshot and corks it. This was first released in November. (laughs) This was first released in November. Sorry, I I had a um, brain freak out moment then. You you know when you look at the thing and like, that is unusual. And it's like, it wasn't actually. Mm. (laughs) Elliot, can you just stop looking at your thing? (laughs) <laughs> uh, oh no, my jackass brain! <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say, fuck you, donkey bread. <laughs> <laughs> Here, have a carrot. Go get a second row of teeth, why don't you? <laughs> oh, He's a donkey, not a shark. Shark donkey. <laughs> a shonky. <laughs> From the makers of Sharknado. <laughs> um, all right. <laughs> Sharknado is pretty shonky. Mm. Oh, shark donkey, Bray, he doesn't get you. Oh, uh, not bad. Yeah, that's not pretty bad, good. Man. <laughs>
<laughs> I liked it. <laughs> and if you need your movie tagline, <laughs> write into BT Calloway. Yeah, I'll do it. Final segment of this Treehouse of Horror was, uh, fuck, I didn't write the whole title. What was it? Da- Day of the Dolphin? Sure. Why not? That'll do. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> a dolphin's porpoise. A good <laughs> heart It's that dolphin snorking. one, guys. You all know it. It's yeah. the dolphin one. Is yeah. the right way to say it. Oh, okay. Uh, one second. Uh, get it as hard that way as you can. What she said. It's good. I, I just did that. Name oh, your sex tape. Thank yeah. you. Oh, that's what that deal is for. Yeah, it's for Name tightening, your sex tightening your clamp. <laughs> so many. Beach is just like one of those one phrase button machines. Uh, I'm sorry. Yours, oh, that's what that's for. <laughs> <laughs> yes, name of your sex tape. Oh, God, I wish we were recording that. Beach has been watching a lot of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And porn. <laughs> <laughs> and the Brooklyn Nine-Nine por- porn, Brooklyn Six-Nine. Oh, ah. Quote the Ivis Scott Diary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Woo. What's the Godfrey's? Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> yeah, shut up. Never believe I cracked that. That was fucking awful. I'm sorry. Come on, man. That's pretty I good. Quit. Well, I quit. there's a big surprise. Hey. <laughs> oh, my God. Claire, but Godfrey right here. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Can I, you say. Uh, editing Elliot can, for screaming can, can in Can you here. say we're never going to hold this stupid lamp? We're never getting a hold of this <laughs> stupid lamp. Yay. <laughs> Now say clitoris. (laughs) Clitoris! (laughs) (laughs) And we are back, and we just watched our... Sorry, was that a little hot? No, you're good. Okay. Not not even... You could add some spice if you wanted. All right. Um... And we are back. And we just watched season two. No, I'm not doing this. pretty good. (laughs) I I was enjoying it, man. (laughs) And we are back. Better than your normal, terrible Australian bogan-ass fuck voice. Back. Back. Okay, try again. And we are back. <laughs> Take nine. No musical moments in this episode either, so... Were they? Do, do you no. remember the song, Get Out of This House or All Your Eyes Will Burst? <laughs> oh, get out of this house. Get out of this house. All your eyes will burst, burst, Your burst, eyes will burst. burst. Stop breaking shit. Hooray. Yeah, Jesus, Dan. Yeah, what are you, Limp biscuit? Honestly, What is a, this, 2002? Get a room, God. Yeah, Fred <laughs> Durst and Wes Borland. I like Wes Borland, actually. Me too. He has a really good. If band. only he did more whining and less balling. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. I liked it.